Friday nights at 7 o'clock on RazRadioLive.com. It's one of America's most popular radio programs. It's the LRWS. Don't believe us. Just ask Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban. People are allowed to be morons. They're allowed to be stupid. They're allowed to think idiotic thoughts. So during your Friday night plans, make sure that you take Lawrence Ross, Thomas Lakeman, and Matt Davis with you. Dumb Florida morons. Make sure you give these guys a call at 941-421-0401. Get off the phone with you, wacky prick. That number again is 941-421-0401. They drive me fucking nuts over here, Chief. It's the LRW. US. You suck! Each and every Friday evening. On RazRadioLive.com. Here at the Joe Show, we have the finest studios. Where's your studio? Because, like, I'm in a studio now that has guitars and some kind of UV light that'll fuck your face up if you look at it and turn it on. The smartest, most handsome on-air personalities. Price of liberty is, is ugly. It's not, it's not very pretty. You're not very pretty. We don't talk about religion. So uh, we're actually God's chosen people. So they are the chosen ones. I know this. I think the Christians think that you killed their savior. And we're always respectful to women. When they invent the perfect artificial vagina, you broads are out of business. Lobster dinners, the diamond market, it's all going belly up. (laughs) (laughs) And smart, well-informed callers. Buzzy, where you? You sound like you're Creole or some shit. Where do you crawl out of Baton Rouge? What the fuck, son? I'm from Iowa. Hey, you better watch your mouth now. Talk about Iowa like that. I'm like the donkey like. That's the Joe Show, Thursday, 6 to 9, on Raz Radio Live, Salty Talk Radio, and PopRock80s.com. Let's go, come! 
RiseRadioLive.com It's the first 52 Uncensored, uncut, and live Truth talk with guests that might help you survive It's the simple power of truth Join the conversation See through the lies of the manipulation It's the first 52 Listen up if you want to survive the ride Tune in, the truth might save your life The simple power of truth One word, rock the nation RiseRadioLive.com It's the first 52 Oh, here we go. Saturday night. What is it? Uh, August 16th, 2014. You're listening to RazRadioLive.com. This is the first 52. Well, it's been a very interesting week. You know, uh, before the show here, I had my, my lovely rant from uh, yesterday running so you all could hear it. I hope uh, those listening got something from it. I know I got something from it. I felt a lot better afterwards. Uh, you know, I've been uh, allowing allowing stress to take over. And I reached a boiling point yesterday. So that's why I did that. I actually enjoy doing it. And, uh, hey, makes you feel better sometimes to get things off your chest. Uh, tonight we got Susan, po- uh, Susanna Pozel joining us in the second hour. Of course, uh, the first hour will be full of our douchebaggery. I'm sure we'll touch on, uh, the Ferguson a little bit more. Uh, and again, I'm sure we'll touch on a whole lot of police brutality tonight. I'm looking through my tabs, and it's like every other one or every two or police brutality or some kind of, of police-related one. And, of course, the third hour, we'll lighten it up and try to have some fun. I got. I want to play that magician magician's uh, video tonight. I don't know if you have seen it yet. A musician, a musician, magician tries to, uh, he walks up to a cop, and he's like, oh, do you want to buy this bag of weed? And then he makes it disappear, and the cop, like, runs him off. It's pretty funny. Let's bring Lexi in. How you doing, honey? Very well. Very well. Yeah, I missed last week. It's good to be back. Yeah, well, you know, you fell asleep on us there. Well, well I went to go lay with Mike and... That was know, that. that was that. <laughs> Sometimes that happens. You know, we made it through. I think Dave and I can 
hold a show on our own sometimes. Oh, I'm sure you can. Right, Dave? You're big boys. Yeah, we can hold we can hold our own. Four toted one over there. We can do it. We can do it. <clears throat> so well, yeah. in that case. <laughs> You're not going anywhere tonight. Right, see you later. <laughs> Peace. I'm out. <laughs> oh, you gonna do it tonight? I'll, I'll go nap. Go slay with the kid and go to sleep. You want to do that? Yeah, sure. You want to run the oh. show? Oh, fine. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. We'll switch seats. The interesting yeah, you, show. Yeah, you, you could uh, you could interview Susan, right? Yeah, I can do. I can go. You know, uh, you know, do something else while you do that. Fine. <laughs> I'm kidding, honey. You know We're that wouldn't happen. A, let's. Can we start over again? No. Why not? Why? Because it's. We started off on a bad note. Yeah, oh. we always start off on Did a bad note. We can make boat. you uncomfortable again. Yeah, really. Yeah, I know. I don't, I don't like it when you guys fight. We're not fighting. It's like mom and dad fighting. <laughs> <in the house. laughs> so anyway, uh, like I said, we're to touch on some Ferguson stuff. Um, Dave, I, I think I know that you and I have gone back and forth on a few things with this. Uh, I know you, you know, with the rant I did yesterday, I know you were pretty much on uh, on board with about everything I said. I'd like to believe about everything. You know, I it just was that was literally, you know, tonight when I do the shows on Saturdays, more scripted. You know, we have a pattern we try to follow and. You know, script. I didn't get a script. <laughs> well, you know, it's 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 not. There's no pattern, Sean. It's not scripted, but you know, you get my point. Either. It's it's uh, right. there's pattern to our wackiness. The first hour is us bullshitting and having fun and talking articles. Second hour is usually a guest, and third hour is you know whatever it turns into. Is that not a pattern? Is that not a, you know a script? Okay. All right, just check. Really just loose checking. pattern, but sure. Well, hey, sometimes you got to run loose. Um, <laughs> uh, let's start with this though, Dave, before we get into that. Everybody else has talked about, it. actually, you know what I was going to do tonight and I completely changed my plan for tonight. Um, I want to remember Rob Williams, you know, the guy was a great comedian. Third hour, I'm going to pull up some of his, uh, some of his stand up that I really enjoy that was kind of the political end of it. Uh, so be prepared for that later on. Uh, but you know, rest, make in, me cry. rest in peace, Rob Williams. You know, he was, a. Uh, he was a very influential person to me, and I didn't realize it till he died. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's a sad day. And I know the rumors are going around, and, and Lexi will tell you, the first thing I said when he passed is, I really honestly hope it was auto-asphyxiation, auto-erotica asphyxiation. I, I, did I not say that immediately? I said, I'd rather that than suicide, didn't I? That's what you said, yeah. Yeah, so. Although but, I don't, I don't know why you would, well, I do, but. I just, you know, I look a more, I, I don't know, at least he was trying to, you know, it wasn't, you know, suicide. Suicides looked that differently. But I, I've been seeing a lot of stories and a lot of things coming out, side stories. Uh, one that he had Parkinson's or was developing Parkinson's. And another one was that it was auto-asphyxiation, auto-erotic asphyxiation. So I don't know which one it is. I, I'd say if he was definitely coming down with Parkinson's, though, that's, uh would be a, a, a push for him to probably finish it off, I would guess. Wouldn't you, Dave? Yeah, and also, you know, he had a sitcom that was canceled after one season. Right. Well, that yeah, so. just adds to the depression level that he was having. Yeah, I, I read I read that that was weighing heavy on him. I'm sure it was. Wouldn't it weigh heavy on you? No. No? You, do, I, do I seem like a guy that would give a shit? You were just... Uh, uh, enough to kill myself? You were just sex... It's, it's, oh, man, I'm having problems talking tonight. And it's and it's 9-19. Yeah, I know. Drink. You were a su- successful, uh, you know... TV guy and, and your, your thing going down wouldn't weigh heavy on you? 
He's, he, he was only successful in TV in the late 70s. Yeah. He hasn't done TV since. He was a, he was an incredibly successful movie guy. So for him to go back to TV, you, you can't have, you know, expectations like that. Yeah, that's true, I guess. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. I'd say the Parkinson was definitely an added factor. Anyway, I uh, don't want to keep on that. Uh, let's talk about, let's talk about, uh, Ferguson for a second here, Dave. Um, I, I didn't think we, I didn't come prepared. I didn't think we were going to talk about that tonight. Oh, shut up. Uh, I'm, as I'm looking through, cause you know, one of my big things was why didn't they release the video? Cause all I had seen at that point in time, um, was just the still photos of him doing the strong armed robbery, strong armed robbery. Um, and it didn't really look like him in those. So that's why I was all upset that they didn't play the video on TV. Cause I don't know if they've played the full length video on TV yet, cause I haven't watched any TV since yesterday afternoon. Um, but that's why I was a little, you know, perturbed on that. I think that was on the Red Pill Society page. We were having that discussion, right? Yeah. All right. So you found the video for me. I watched it and it definitely, uh, enlightened that that definitely, I, I, I have very little doubt that that's not him. <laughs> so, you know, he did do the robbery. As far as we can tell. Now, it wasn't, everybody's making it out to sound like hey, it was just... Hold on, hold on. Before you go any further, do you know that the original link I posted on Red Pill page was, um, included a video of, of the guy that, that was standing next to him? Right. And he actually confirms the fact that they stole three boxes of cigars. Right. Which is exactly what the police report says and exactly what you see him walking out with. Right, right. I agree. So, right, so it's been confirmed. Right. Oh, I'm not denying that he didn't do I'm, that. I'm not saying to you, I'm just, Putting that information oh, put out, out putting it out right. there, right? And uh, but as I'm going through, uh, I think this was the link. No, this is just a story on it. I thought it was the link on the video. Um, they're talking about the timing on this whole situation, and that's where things are kind of questionable. First of all, I don't, I don't understand why they waited till Friday to bring this to light. I sent you a link on that. I didn't see it. Why? The DOJ requested the, uh, requested the, the squashing of the video. Why? Uh, I don't remember. Oh. But, you know, some bureaucratic bullshit. I don't know why. And, you know, why is, you know, the Federal Department of Justice saying, let's not put this out there yet? Well, there would be, you know, if that video was out there, there wouldn't have been as much uproar and they wouldn't have needed their FBI, uh, dogs in there, the, uh, the Al Sharpton and the, uh, yeah, Jess, well, Jesse Jackson. Yeah. Remember, Al, Al Sharpton's been proven to be an FBI informant. Al Sharpton is a fucking liar. Well, no shit right? on that. And I know this because I grew up in Brooklyn around the time with Tawana Brawley. Just look up Al Sharpton, Tawana Brawley, and you find out that that motherfucker is a, a huge liar. Yeah, I don't like him at all. I'm not supporting him. Yeah, uh, but that's why the DOJ wanted it held because they needed to get the, you know, they needed the uproar. And I don't believe well, we would have seen this kind of uproar if they would have released it. Stop trying to read shit into it, all right? Let's just take read what shit we... Into it. No, no, because this is a delicate issue, all right? Because, you know, earlier in the week it was a home run, police brutality, came out there and executed the guy, and now that you have a, a, a little insight into what this guy's psyche is, I mean, he, I was talking to uh, Adam before about it, and I was like, there's three ways you could steal stuff from a store, right? One, you go in there, you grab the shit, and you sneak out without getting caught, right? Right. Arguably, the probably the easiest one of the three, right? Second way is to go in there with a gun, and I would think that's the second easiest way of doing something because you know nobody's going to come after you. <clears throat> Third way is actually doing stealing a shit in front of the guy, and then when you're confronted with the guy, you you push him away. 
Right. Now, that's right? what I want to address. you're strong on him, right? I, so, I want to address that strong arming. Now you understand this guy's psyche. <laughs> right. But let's address that strong arming because uh, this is the other thing, maybe why they didn't release the video uh, quickly or whatever, because they wanted to make it sound like he was this brutal, evil, you know, beat the shit out of this guy. And, and, and uh, strong arming, strong arming, so be it. But all he did was push the guy back. He didn't, you know, hurt him. He didn't like Dude, you know try to beat the hell out of him. He well he threatened the guy with bodily harm because he did harm him. He did push him back, and he, there was there was physical there's uh, physical contact, but it wasn't contact, this right. this you know I this you know what? deadly uh, I'm beating the hell out of you thing. I know we would, we would be singing a much different tune if that store owner shot him right after the push. There'd be celebrations going on. It's a celebration. <laughs> he used the right to defend himself. Um, right, exactly. Well, and that would be a different situation completely because right, now, what's the difference between him shooting this guy and the cop shooting him? You know, that's where I'm starting to see this gray area, and I, and I think this this whole fucking Ferguson thing is a wash. I say we don't fucking celebrate it. I say we don't talk about the police brutality because there's a zillion other things that we could talk about that had that that is 100 percent police execution, but nobody's fucking nobody cares about it. Right. It's uh, just this one incident. That people are up and on. I, I, it's a catalyst well, is part of the reason though. It's got, this has actually woken up a lot of people to this police issue that's going on. A lot more a shitty, people. It's a, sh it's a shitty episode for them to wake up on because it's, it could go either way and people could turn around and be like, oh, okay, now I see what, why, now I see why the guy got shot. Well, and I got a story that goes along with that also, um, as we get forward with, and not with the Ferguson thing. Well, it's, it's related to Ferguson, but, um, it's a campaign that went out on Twitter and it said, uh, how would they, uh, well, we'll get to that next. Hold on, let me finish this thought here. Okay. Um, this one here, they're talking about the timeline of everything that happened. They're giving um, um, time stamps on what happened. So, uh, the dis they're saying here that the dispatch records and video footage of the strong arm robbery that occurred between uh, 11.52.58 and 11.54. All right, this is what time this video says this uh, occurred, right? So... As we go through this, it says here, the report says between 11.48 a.m. and noon, Officer Wilson Wilson was responding to a sick call on Glen Arc with an ambulance presence. Uh, he then received a call from dispatch at 11.51 a.m. Uh, of a robbery at a nearby, nearby convenience store. Okay, so dispatch, and I know we're talking seconds minutes here you know we're not talking massive hour gaps but they're telling us that the robbery happened between 1152-58 and 11:54. but the dispatch is already giving a call to the police or the police receive a call about the robbery at 11:51. so are the clocks off that's possible all right so we've got two different time keeping things going on here right uh at 11:52. The dispatch gave a description of the suspect over the radio. So, within 58 seconds of this, you know, you see where I'm going with this? How these numbers aren't adding up? Yeah, you get into the minutiae of something that you have no proof that the, the, the time sync is there. You know, because it's easy to fuck up. A, you know, all computers have, you know, they have internal clocks in the BIOS, and they're constantly fucking with. You know, it, right. If if they don't change that little battery and you fire up a computer, you could you could turn it back to January first, nineteen eighty. Yeah, I have a computer that does that, believe it or not. <laughs> right. Right. Well, I know mine too. That's why I never shut mine off. Uh, so uh, Wilson, because I don't want to spend a dollar fifty to get a new battery. Then it says here, Wilson left the sick call 
uh, and he encountered Brown at 12.01. I don't know what the difference in in roads here, so it it doesn't really matter to get into the road, but it's obviously on a separate road. Uh, A second officer arrived at 12.04 at the scene. uh, Wait, I'm sorry. A second officer arrived at the scene at 12.04. A supervisor was sent to the scene at 12.05. So uh, subsequent officers arrived shortly after. It's, has there been any uh, Dash video at all yet, Dave? Not that I know of. Not that you know of. I'd like to see that, uh, if there is any, but of course we, we never get any. Why are you worried about this particular incident? Because I, I... We know that the, the military militarization of the uh, law enforcement glo- uh, on in this country has been going on for fucking years right you know why worry about this one incident when this especially when there's so many ifs ands and buts and and so many variables let's let's go back to that fucking guy that got strangled in new york why is there so many protests going on nationwide and especially in times square and harlem and uh washington square i think it was there was a lot of protests all over the city the other day but nothing for that dude that got killed in staten island you know five minutes away well 25 minutes away what the fuck what the fuck new york yeah, well, New York's fucked up, and this is because it wasn't an eighteen-year-old getting ready to start college. It was a, you know, a, a father. It was a, du- it was a dude, a, fa- a father of three, that was out there selling fucking cigarettes out of the pack for a dollar one. Which one, really so. is, is a stupid-ass crime that shouldn't be even a crime because you know it's just because the state wants their money, and that's why that one's b- being labeled as such a crime, right. a heinous he crime. He spent plus he had a very on- big record too. Don't forget. Let's keep Who that cares? in mind. Well, I'm just saying. You're asking why. He had a record of, 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 of him, uh, doing the same thing. You're asking why, though, that one's not being paid, paid attention to, and, and the other one is. Well, the young kid that had no record, uh, there was more on his record than just the cigarette thing. He had, uh, some, some pop possession, some oh, paraphernalia oh. possession. Yeah. Uh, so, you know. There's a crime in that. <laughs> I was no victim, facetious. no crime, motherfuckers. Remember that. I was being facetious. Facetious. Yeah. My lips aren't working well tonight. Don't know why. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, What was I saying? I, I totally got off track. I'm just oh. trying to get you off this Ferguson thing. I know. Well, th- let me get this real fast. Cause I really enjoyed this article. Uh, it was on the Free, Free Thought Project, and it's about a, a campaign that got started up after the shooting. And it says... uh it's titled hashtag if they gunned me down. Have you seen this? I, I, again, I've been ignoring that shit because I've been thinking if they gunned me down for two fucking years now. Well, no, but the, it's this is not, not new to me. The, what it is, and it's really interesting. What it is 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 people got together and they got two different pictures of themselves. One that made them look to be thuggish, and one that showed them as you know something as what they really are. One was a military guy, you know. Another one is a, a guy. Uh, graduating college, you know, with his professors all behind him, he's standing at the podium, so obviously he's giving a commencement speech. And then the next picture of him underneath that is him standing, you know, all gangster thuggish with a bottle of Hennessy, you know. So yeah. they say which, the, the main question is, which picture of you would the media use to portray you if you were gunned down by the police? You know, one here is this guy standing with that weird, I can't even do it, that weird, yeah, that thing. Side, yeah, right? yeah. And then the other picture of him is him in his uniform in Iraq. 
Yeah, what what picture are they going to use with me? Is there going to be a picture of me in fucking mirror with a shotgun, uh, my nine millimeter, and I had two thousand dollars in hundred dollar bills in my hand and my sunglasses on? And I actually posted on Facebook, and I was like, "Is this supposed to make me look gangster? Because I feel like an asshole." <laughs> but that's the picture they'll use. At least it won't be the picture on the page of another page that we're in. <laughs> you know what picture I'm talking about. I do, I do. I gotta take that down. I, I put that up there and I don't know why I did that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I did that either. I, Cause really, every time I go back there, I'm like, oh, it's me. <laughs> I can really go without seeing that every time I go to that page, Dave. You should do that right now. <laughs> so I just found that very interesting, the, 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 if they gun me down thing. Um, I have it up on Raz. I will link going to Free Thought Project because the pictures in it, uh, won't copy over. But it's definitely well worth just looking at these, you know, the differences. The one, this girl one here, honey. What do you think of that one? I know you took off to go deal with the kid. Uh, let me catch up. It's uh, it's the if they gun me down story, and basically what it was was a, a, a protest that went online, mm-hmm. and they shared uh, two different pictures of themselves and said which one would media use to, to portray me if I got gunned down by law enforcement. Oh, that's interesting. So they they posted these two different pictures, each person. Um, where is it up here? You know, you got this one with the guy with the blunt in, the, in his mouth, or is you know him standing at the, the wall with his uh, college, his graduation uniform on. Uh, this one is the best though. This one here. Which photo do you think if you know something happened, they were he was gunned down? Which photo do you think they'd use? This is very visual. I, well, I, I know. know. That's why <laughs> you ha- listening or getting that's this. why you have to talk and give your opinion as I ask it. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, they're going to make them look as bad as possible. That's how it's done. That's how you create interest in media. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, that's that. I, obviously, though, nobody cares about that one either. I, I'm off tonight. Apparently, <laughs> nobody, nobody, nobody fucking cares. What I got to think about here. Anyway. Um, you, you did what you did your rant yesterday on the subject. I know, I know. All right, and so an hour ago, <clears throat> yeah, the replay. So let's do this here. Um, remember, we posted up about the officer in New Jersey who said uh, he doesn't have to follow the Constitution because Obama doesn't follow it. Um, I think this is the video. Yeah, all right. You, you you mentioned that on the on the rant yesterday, and I have to clarify some things for you. What's that? You said that he quit his job and he shouldn't get his pension. All right, so here's the deal. He already retired and he took a part-time position and that's what he was doing. So that was, it was easy for him to quit his job because he's already been retired. Uh, so all is not as you think it is. Never is. But so. here's the thing. The guy's been a cop for like 23 years or some shit like that and he, and he busts out with that. Yeah, well, if Obama doesn't, you know, and, and then, you know, cause of course I wrote back, well, if you don't have to follow the Constitution, uh, then I don't have to follow your laws. Well, that would make sense. Because if you're not following the laws, then I don't have to follow them either. That would and make complete that, sense. And that that will that will you know I'll wind up in jail. We're Again. dead. <laughs> We're dead. Um, yeah. Not just I've Fer- lived a good life. Not just Ferguson. Eleven eye-opening facts about America's militarized, militarized police forces. The war on terror has come home, and it's wreaking havoc on innocent American lives. The culprit is the militarization of the police. The weapons that destroyed Afghanistan and Iraq have made their way to local law enforcement, while police forces across the country began a process of militarization, complete with SWAT teams and flashbang grenades, 
When President Reagan intensified the war on drugs, the post-9-11 war on terror has added fuel to the fire. And a lot more free stuff to get because they're bringing it all back. Uh, through laws and regulations, <clears throat> like a provision in defense budgets that authorizes the Pentagon to transfer surplus military gear to police forces, local law enforcement agencies, uh, are using weapons found on the battlefield of South Asia and the Middle East. A recent New York Times article by Matt Apuzu uh, reported that in the Obama era, police departments have received tens of thousands of machine guns, nearly 200,000 ammunition magazines, thousands of pieces of camouflage and night vision equipment, and hundreds of silencers, armored cars, and aircraft. What the f, f do cops need silencers for? <clears throat> the result is that police agencies around the nation pose military grade equipment, possess military grade equipment, turning officers who are supposed to fight crime and protect communities into what looks like an invading army. And military style police raids have increased in recent years, with one count putting that the number at 800,000 such raids last year. Now, if you remember when we talked about, wait a minute, 80,000, 80,000, I'm sorry, right. yeah. But if you remember, the numbers we were getting for prior years were only in the 40s. And I think the last time I saw a number was 40 or 40 or 50,000, up from what was it a thousand a year prior to this militarization, this big ramp up of it. All right, you know, you know what? <clears throat> you talk, and I'm going to do the numbers. I'm going to do the numbers. Uh, we, this is, so the spread is 40 to 80,000. All right, so let's just divide it in, in half and go at 60,000. Right, 60,000. Divided by 365, divided by 24. So you see what I did there, right? I divided it by? By how many days in a year and how many, how many hours in a day. How many, gotcha. Right. And how, so there's 6.84 SWAT raids a, a per hour. Per hour in America. Per hour. 24-7, seven days a week. <sighs> 365 days a year. That's a crazy number. That's just out of hand. And, and that's the no knocks. That's, that's what's, yeah. that's where people are getting hurt the most, really, in these things. And, and plus, they're not even doing it, um, to the right places. Like, they're going to the wrong houses. I got one story. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that story. Let me finish reading this article here. Uh, in June, the American Civil Liberties Union, the ACLU, <clears throat> brought more attention to the police militarization when it issued a comprehensive, nearly 100-page report titled War Comes Home, the Excessive Militarization of American, American Policing. Based on public record requests to more than 260 law enforcement agencies in 26 states, the ACLU concluded that, th that this police militarization unfairly impacts people of color and, and undermines individual liberties, and it has been allowed to happen in the absence of any meaningful public discussion. Uh, so basically saying it's in, you know, urban areas, big cities, uh, towns that have a higher black population, which I can't argue with. We don't have, at least I haven't seen any tanks in my town, in my area here, uh, but we, you have them up there in Tampa. Mm -hmm. So. And in St. Petersburg too. St. Pete, now St. Pete doesn't need one. That's ridiculous. Well, they Tampa one. doesn't either, but there's actually five in the Tampa Bay area as of uh, last month. <laughs> I don't, I don't know who the other ones are, but I know that there's five coming here in that area with the two that are that are in Tampa and St. Pete. The information contained in the ACL. Hey, Why? You, you, you know where to read they, here? You know where they don't have these tanks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't get it in that far <laughs> tonight, did you? Honduras, Dave. 
Hey, man, you're the one who said if you had the money, you'd leave. Oh, I, yeah, I don't know if it'd be Honduras, but yeah, I definitely would uh, highly Honduras consider Honduras is just a, Honduras is just a concept, alright? I'm not really going to Honduras. I still want a damn island and a boat. Just give me, let's get some money together, let's win the lottery and go buy an island. Alright, bet. <laughs> yeah, let's right. do it. <laughs> I guess you gotta play it to win it, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, alright, the information contained in the ACLU report and in other investigations into the f- phenomenon is sobering. From the killing of innocent people to the almost complete lack of debate on these policies, police militarization has turned into a key issue for Americans. It is hammering civil liberties, ramping up the war on drugs, impacting the most marginalized members of society, and transforming neighborhoods into war zones. Here are 11 important, important and horrifying things you should know about the militarization of police. One, it harms and sometimes kills innocent people. Okay, I think that's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, let me scan through and see if there's any important numbers. It says here, the ACL, ACLU documented seven cases of civilians dying in these kinds of raids and 46 people being injured. The only other, the only, only in the case of civil liberties groups looked at, so the true number is actually higher. Because remember, they only did 26 states and 260 agencies. So out of 26, 260 agencies, seven people have been killed and 46 have been injured. Civilians. Not people that was involved in the raid. Okay? We agree on that? Yes. Okay. Look, we can agree that that's what's written here. Uh, children are impacted. As a case of Wilson shows, the police busting down doors care little about whether there's a, there's children in the home or not. Uh, Wilson. Oh, that was, uh, the, the soldier in 2008 that got gunned down. Remember that? Yeah, that, that guy, was it, uh, Arizona where they were, <coughs> that, that was, was on video. The 26 year old, uh, were you, it's Takara Wilson. Uh, that's, that was in that innocent people harmed story. I didn't finish, mm-hmm. you know, I'm trying to get through this quicker because I just realized it was already freaking 40 after. All right, children impacted, which uh, I have a story about that uh, a raid that was done in Miami. Uh, kids were down from Georgia visiting, and there was a no-knock raid done on the house. The only people home were the young children, the 13- and 12-year-old, I think they were. One took a rifle butt to the head, and the other one was uh, pinned down and, and abused also. And we're talking young children here. We're not talking... 13, or we're not talking 15, 16 year old, you know, half boy, half man type thing. We're talking little kids. So they smacked the freaking little kid in the head with a rifle butt. No older than my daughter. I mean, really? What about just two months ago when they went into a house and they threw a fucking, uh, the flashbang grenade in the guy, in the kid's fucking, uh, yep. uh, what do you call that thing? Were they sleeping? Not, not the bassinet, crib. the crib. Not we'll do one of those. Yeah, all right, portable crib. Yeah, yeah, into the crib. And now that 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 that, that <clears throat> poor boy is fucking disfigured for the rest of his life because of that. You know, and 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 the guy who did it still on the job. Yep. Uh, the use of SWAT teams is often unnecessary. In many cases, using militarized teams of police is not needed. The ACL reported report notes that the vast majority of cases where SWAT teams are deployed are in situations where a search warrant is being executed to look for drugs. In other words, it's not even 100% clear whether there are drugs at the place the police are going to. These situations are not why SWAT was created. Uh, 
Right. It's at the point where, like, oh, yeah, I think there's drugs in that house. And then, boom, they go in there. They don't check. They don't do anything. They don't have any probable cause. They don't fucking do shit. And, and these cocksucking fucking jugs, jugs, judges just mind. rubber stamp the, um, the, the warrants. It's, it's, the, 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 the Constitution and, and the rule of law has been circumvented in this country for fucking decades now. I would agree. And that's, you know, that's part of the problem we're having. Part of the problem we're having, Dave. All right, so. You know, you know, you, know, you had said, and I'm sorry to interrupt you again yeah. on this article, <clears throat> but one of the things you were saying yesterday over and over again is like, you know, let's fix this. How do we fix this? And, you know, my thing is, has always been, you know, defunded, don't, don't, um, pay for it but really there's one thing you could do which would probably clear this up within a matter of a year and that is take away their qualified immunity because a cop now if he's acting you know when he's doing something because he's working um he's immune from prosecution or from from lawsuits from you yeah, so I, let's say a, a cop goes into your house you know headbutts your fucking son and oh there he is um <clears throat> and ransacks your house and they find nothing you know, or, or and oops, we were, we were supposed to go upstairs, not down here. There's nothing you could do about it. You can't fucking sue them. No, but you, if I were to do that, uh, you know, they could take everything I own away from me. Then you'd be sued and you'd be done. Yeah. We, we got uh, Kevin on the line. What's up, Kev? I was just reading the Facebook page, and I was wondering if Dave wanted to, if he wanted to make those for the uh, Raz Radio Christmas cards. I can make some custom ones for us all. <laughs> if you do, I'll give you such a pinch. <laughs> now, see, the people don't understand that we're, on this other, we're dealing with this private Facebook thing. I, I, I'll drive out there, and I'll fucking steal your Mustang. <laughs> yeah, good luck. I got an AK-47, buddy. Uh, that would be... Yeah. Uh, I'm also... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not going to admit to another felony. <laughs> Well, so we can hear him better now. That's weird. So, uh, how how are you doing there, uh, Dave in Arizona? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, well, for me, I'm Kevin in Florida. We're just uh, I'm just here working in my studio, my graver up, trying to get things done. Uh, worked in the car all day long, got the motor out of a Chevy, and came back home. I'm getting a little bit of decal work done. Hey, that's funny. I actually did my car today too. I put a uh, new water pump in. Aren't you proud of me? Mm, what year is that thing? Uh, 98. Okay, it's got a 4.3. It's pretty easy. It's like a small block Chevy. So. Yeah, it's, it wasn't too hard. can't get my damn video to work over there for some reason. So, is that what you called for? To just offer to make Christmas cards for us? Yeah, I was just going to bust ball, uh, uh, Kevin in Florida's uh, um, balls a little bit. So. <laughs> We're reversing. Oh, God, I got you guys on two separate you screens. Know, and it's the really whole point wacky. Of, the, the whole point of that group is to keep shit quiet. Now all of a sudden we're talking about it on the air. And now I got, almost got to explain why, you know, I'm pissed off. Uh, there's no, no need to explain. That's an inside Iggy. I'll let you guys right. get back to the show. Right, man. Later, man. Later. Here goes Kevin. You had to come in and just rub your, uh, rub you a little bit. <laughs> well, there. you said it on, you said it in the, in the, in the group too. And I didn't even respond to it because I was going to be like, you, you do and I'll fuck you up. All right. Back to the story because we don't have much longer. Um, furthermore, when, even when SWAT team thinks there are weapons, they are often wrong. The ACL, ACLU report shows that in the case where police thought weapons would be there, they were right only a third of the time. So that means that they're just going in ready to go. Uh, wait, 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 wait. They were right a third of the time. So 33 and a third percent out of 100%. And that, that's failing in any fucking school. 
But yet they continue to, to do it this way. Only the government will do that. Only the government can do that. Fail constantly and continue to do. Right. Congress has an 8% approval rating. That means 92% of the fucking people polled don't like Congress. Well, but yet we're even seeing, you know, the polls right now with the whole, uh, you know, this whole thing going on in Ferguson, you know, when they're polling people, 90% of the people are saying, 92% of the people are saying they just don't trust the cops anymore. Yeah. I mean, that's a sad thing the day that you hear that. Um, the war on terror is fueling the militarization. A growing number of agencies have taken advantage of Department of Defense 1033 program, which is passed every year as part of the National Defense Authorization Act. The number of police agencies obtaining military equipment, like mine-resistant ambush-protected vehicles, which is a MRAP, has, excuse me, has increased since 2009, according to USA Today, which notes that this surplus military equipment is left over from U.S. military campaigns in Iraq, Afghanistan, and elsewhere. This equipment is largely cost-free for the police agencies to receive. We know that. We've talked about that before. Uh, now they're going to, you know, start up a new war. And they're going to have to bring out new equipment, uh, and they'll have to buy all new shit to go do the next war we get into. Uh, so guess who profits from this? The military industrial complex. You know, they, they create these wars in order to keep a profit going. That's why we can never have peace. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just, that's, I really believe that completely. <clears throat> there will never be peace. And it, here's the, and it, and it goes back to the, um, the monetary system we have, we have a debt-based monetary system. We constantly always have to be um, borrowing money from, you know, everybody's like, oh, it's, we're borrowing money from China. No, we borrow the most amount of money, or the American government borrows the most amount of money from the Federal Reserve. <clears throat> well, that's, and they're well, the ones that make the, the, the real money. I think I started saying yesterday, you know, you talk about defunding, but they'll just print more money if they need money. You know, you can never really defund something that makes its own freaking money out of nowhere. All right, so let me ask you this. And this is something that I was thinking about the other day. Because, uh, you know, all the Keynesian economists or people that believe in Keynesian uh, economics, they'll be like, well, we'll, well, we could always fund these things because we could just print more money. Then I'm thinking to myself, okay, then why are you taxing us? If, 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 if you could make, if you could just create the money to pay for stuff, then why do we have to fucking, why do you have to pay taxes on it? True. Why do we have to pay taxes? That's a good question. Can you just create it? I guess you know that's a, I, I, that would be a good question. I have to say. Well, I know the answer to it. <clears throat> you know, back on on. Most um, people don't know that. All right. Well, the back on. Get, you're getting off on on freaking econ economics on me here. I'm still in the police state thing. Jesus. Uh, yeah, the whole reason why the police state exists and the whole reason why we're not going to have uh, you know peace is because of the economic system. Or at least that's 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 my theory. That's your theory. Okay. So yeah, in two more years. In two more years, you'll, you'll, you'll say I was right. Meanwhile, you should have said I'm right about the police state, uh, you know, and should move because I've been saying that for two fucking years. Yeah, just yes. had to say that. Yeah. I had to do that. I told you I had you to say so. I'm right. I told you so. I told you so. <laughs> uh, and I didn't read ahead on this article, but number five in this article, it's a, bo a boon to the contractor profits. The trend towards police militarization has given military contractors another lucrative market where they can shop their products. Companies like Lockheed Martin and Blackhawk Industries are making big bucks selling their equipment to agencies flush with Department of Homeland Security grants. In addition to selling equipment, contractors also sponsor training events for SWAT teams like Urban Shield, a major arms expo that has attracted increased attention from ac ac activists in recent years. 
SWAT teams, police agencies, and military con- contractors converged on Urban Shield, which was held in California last year, to train SWAT teams and promote their equipment. So they're selling military equipment to law enforcement, and they're pushing it as hard as they can to make sure people are getting it. Border militarization and police militarization go hand in hand. The war on terror and war on drugs aren't the only wars helping police militarization. There's also the war on undocumented immigrants. The notorious Sheriff Joe Arpaio, your favorite guy. Dave, you love him. Yeah, I really do. (laughs) Just as much as Judd. (laughs) No, actually, up until recently, Judd was doing okay work. Arpaio never did good work. Look at the freaking yo! I was out in that sun today, man. It was hot as hell out there. I apologize. Ben kept me up all night last night. I'm a little tired tonight, so I'm not on my game. <laughs> I keep saying that. Uh, the no- notorious sheriff Joe Arpaio, uh, infamous for brutal crackdown on undocumented immigrants, is the panoramic pat pat. What's that, honey? Paradigmatic example. Wait, spell that. P a r a d i g m a t i c. Wow. Paradigm medic? Yeah. The where paradigmatic? are you at? I don't know where you're at. Right here. It's a little odd. To paradigmatic? Checking. Paradigmatic. Example of this trend. Is that a real word? I don't know. There might I don't be, think so. Might, might be making words up. According to the ACLU, Apio's March, 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 how do you say that county? <laughs> Maricopa. Maricopa County. You don't even know Maricopa Jesus. County? Department has acquired. Oh, you, you, we should shut the show down at eleven today. <laughs> has acquired a machine gun so powerful it could tear through buildings or multiple city blocks. In addition, he has 120 assault rifles, five armored vehicles, and ten helicopters. Other law enforcement agencies in Arizona have obtained equipment like bomb suits and night vision goggles. Uh, and don't get me wrong, some of this stuff, you know, a police department should have some bomb suits. You know, people are crazy, they put bombs out, you know, I'll give them that. That's one thing I don't think they should not not have. Okay, so if you go back to my original uh, way to solve this problem is the accountability. Right? I don't, you know, yeah, let them have all the toys they want. Because I, I, I've been, you know, shouting from the mountaintops that I want all the toys as well. I think there should be a balance of power. I should have the shit that I want. But, you know, if I had a fucking MRAD and I'm driving down the street and I run over a fucking car, guess what? I get sued for it. So let them have all the toys, but let's get the accountability, you know? And I think with the accountability, these guys, you know, let them go out and train and fuck around and shit. Um, but they will, I, I, I have a feeling that they, once, once, once cops start getting sued and getting their entire livelihood taken away and they're, you know, they lose their job, they lose their pension, they lose everything. You know, and then what's going to happen? There's going to be an insurance industry that goes up behind it. You know, oh, you're 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 a law officer. You now need to have this insurance. You need to have a hundred million dollars worth of liability insurance. And all, all of a sudden, you're going to start to see them. You know what? I don't want to fucking shoot this dog because I'm on their property without telling them. You know, I, I'm not going to go bust into this fucking uh, door with you know 50 of my friends you know in, in armored uh, clothing. I'm going to knock on the door and see if they'll come out. Yeah, with, like they did fucking twenty years ago. Right, you know? exactly. And if I, they didn't come out, then the SWAT team came out. Exactly. That's the time to call the SWAT team. Not first, second. Right. Uh, all right. So police are cracking down on dissidents. This is number seven. In nineteen ninety nine, massive protests rocked Seattle during the World Trade Organization meeting. The police cracked down hard on the demonstrators using paramilitary tactics. 
Police fired tear gas at protesters, causing all hell to break loose. <clears throat> where, where, where have we seen that recently? Uh, Norm Stamper, the Seattle police chief at the time, criticized the militarized, militarized policing he presided over in a national article in 2011. Rocks, bottles, and newspaper racks were flying. Windows were smashed. Doors were looted. Fires light lit, or lighted. Lighted would be lit, wouldn't it? Who, who edited this? <laughs> yeah, you know what, what's what's was that from uh, the free thought project? Paradigmatic is a word. No, this is from Bill Moyer. <laughs> I looked it up. <laughs> It is a word. Yeah. yeah. No, figures. Um, <clears throat> where was I? Fires lit, lit, and more gas filled the streets. Uh, when some cops clearly they overreacted, escalating and prolonging the conflict, wrote Stamper. If that made any sense. More than a decade after the Seattle protests militarized policing to crack down on dissidents returned with a vengeance during the wave of Occupy protest in 2011. Tear gas and rubber bullets were used to break up protesters in Oakland. Scott Olson, an Occupy Oakland protester and war veteran, was struck in the head by a police projectile, causing a fractured skull, broken vertebrae, and brain swelling. <clears throat> yeah, I remember that. I remember that distinctly. I remember when it happened. They sh not only did they shoot the fucking tear gas, because now you know now they use um, little things that shoot them. They right. don't. They don't. You know, it's not a grenade where they you know bullet and throw. It. They shoot this shit. Um, they shot him right in the fucking head. And then when people, uh, and this is Occupy Wall Street, and I, where was it? Um, that was, uh, Oakland. I think Oakland. it was West Coast somewhere. Oakland. Maybe, Oakland. Yeah, West Coast. Oh, yeah, West Coast. Um, now other people went out there to try to help him, and the cops tried to stop them from helping the kid. Yeah, I That's remember that. fucked up. Yeah, I do remember that. We got Scotty on the line. What's up, Scotty? You gotta do it quick. Scotty. Scotty going once. Scotty going twice. Scotty. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I just heard myself saying that. Hey, I was wondering, man. Uh, like, damn. You went away and I was like, whoa. Yeah, you got to do it quick, though, because we got to take a break. I got a guest at 10. Oh, well, I just called this high and don't go to campsites that are for gay people. <laughs> I saw that post last <laughs> night. Did you see that post? Oops. Oops. No, I didn't. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. He uh, wanted to save some money, so he went to the cheaper campsite. It turned out that it was a, a gay and lesbian campsite. Well, they yeah, didn't bother was, you, did they? It was, it was bear night all. She's <laughs> oh. <laughs> too funny. Dude, when the guy when the guy tried to crawl through my tent, dude, I yoked him up by his neck, dude. I've never taken the tent down so quick in my damn life. <laughs> did you get back on the road? <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, you know, I'm hanging out with Troy right now. I, I came across the state to to hang out with uh, a person I know and uh, they didn't show up and I I was talking to Troy and he's like come by dude and I came by and we're sitting there drinking Southern Comfort and listening to you guys oh sweet well, I'm glad nice. you guys are together and hanging out and having some fun <coughs> what guess you got coming up uh, Susan uh, Susanna Posel sweet dude yeah so I don't know what she wants to talk about she reached out to me and said she wanted to do an interview so uh, I'm curious to see what she's got so I'm gonna go ahead and kick you to the curb here brother have a safe trip Keep in touch with us and let us know what's going on. All right, man. All right, later, bud. Later. So there goes Scotty. He's traveling through the country. I uh, almost envy him. Yeah, I know. It's kind really of like that, you'd that, like to do that, you know, type yeah, thing. I would. So, all right, she just messaged me. We got a, uh, what did I say, 11. Let me uh, run through these last ones here. I got a minute to do it in. Asset forfeiture, forfeitures are funding police militarization. Uh, that we've heard Jack talking a lot about that. They're just taking money from people left and right. 
Did you hear about the lady who uh, got jacked up at the 40 airport grand. for 40, 40 yeah. grand? Yeah. And they're not even charging her. They're just taking her money. Yep, imagine that. Dubious informants are used for raids. Uh, I think we can all figure out what that means. Mm-hmm. There's been little debate over oversight. That's another big problem. There is no oversight going on on a lot of this stuff going, you know, that's happening. And communities of color bear the brunt. Across the country, communities of color are the people color are the people most targeted by police practices. In recent years, the abuse of stop and frisk tactics have attracted widespread attention because of the racially discriminatory way it has been applied. And I think we can all agree with uh, those tactics are being, again, used in those areas, and they are focused more on those kinds of people. So, uh, you know, we just need to to figure out a solution, right, Dave? Oh, like I said, I think the first thing you do is remove qualified immunity, and you'll and let's see what happens. You and give I, them all the toys, don't restrict them, just give them qualified immunity, and let them let them work it out themselves. Yeah, and I agree with your other idea, which is privatize it. Let the you know have a bunch of companies. You know, that's kind of what we're yeah. seeing up up in Ferguson right now. A lot of the people are volunteering to help protect the stores and stuff. You know, and you see the community uniting to try to make it better for them. And that's the only way to do it is you have to get together with your people, uh, whether it be white, black, green, or whatever, and unite together, and you can prevent a lot of the stuff we're seeing. All right, guys, we'll be back with Susanna in a few minutes. Look at my crayon. Hold on. What am I supposed to say? What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> What's your name again? John Ryan. Fortoed and Lexi. Well, I meant to Fortoed. Sure. Poor oh, Dave. Dave. <laughs> Hey, it's always great to be on the first 52 with Sean Raz or Toad and Lexi. You know, I don't, that's how like shit. What am I, give me a script here. Come on, I can't do this. You're putting me on, under pressure. Bob, don't worry about it here. And, uh, Dr. Bob. Dr. Bob, yeah. Dr. Bob Tuscan. It's Bob Tuscan, and you're listening to the first 52 on Raz Radio with my buddies Sean Raz and Lexi Raz and that guy for Toad. Cool, just wasting time Partying on the weekends behind neon signs Throwing darts, playing pong And hustling pool games Dancing as the jukebox DJ of the band Played our favorite songs Then I'd wake up in the morning on my neighbor's lawn And notice you'd be gone I searched for you in the bottom of a bottle Cause of you I lost my job down to my last few dollars So you're hard to swallow, pun intended I guess I love the taste from you since the beginning Many times I tried to end it but I just couldn't give up Upon the title to my pickup hoping you picked me up But you let me down like you always did I finally asked for help from my family and friends You cause a lot of pain, grief and mayhem Now I'm 11 steps away in a 12 step program Every time I pass them neon signs, it takes me back and you cross my mind thinking, I don't know how long I'm waking out here on my own cause I've been gone for way too long from the comfort of your arms and I don't know that I'll ever feel the way you made me feel now that you're gone. Well, I'm Melanie got married to a man that hits her. Stephanie turned stripper. Angie became an addict. Turned tricks in the alley to support her habits. Ain't 
got nothing on Sally. Sally's got five kids, five baby daddies. She's tatted to her eyelids. Can't tell her what high is, what a meth lab fire is. She blew a whole house up, lost all five kids. Three to the state, and two to the morgue. Patricia became a preacher, gave her life to the Lord. But she still don't approve of my bad ways. Never forgive me for the music, all the things I say. Yes, it's apparent she ain't following Jesus. Jesus never judges the priests and falsers they teach us. How they expect to reach us with the life they live in. You only find them in the beaches when they team is winning. Meanwhile, we stay believe us when evil defeats us. Left to find a way home all on our own. Singing, I don't know how long I'll make it. Out here on my own, cause I've been gone for way too long. From the comfort of your arms, and I moved on. What's up, Reds Radio fam? It's your man, Wayne, in Baltimore, and I'm doing my thing live on Saturdays from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, when I bring you the chocolate drop on RazRadioLive.com. Join us as we play music, talk sports, politics, and whatever's going on in the news, and um, chances are you might learn something. Chances are you won't. So join me and Joe from Maine on Saturdays from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on RazRadioLive.com. Oh, and by the way, no devil music. Yeah. 
this new day and age. Time for us to take the cake and give them the loose change. Time to stop worshiping fame. Time to stop wishing someone other than you knew your name. Time to shut your mouth unless you got something to say. Like trying to explain Saddam Hussein wasn't the same Arab who was driving the planes. It's a derailed train. We gotta try to stop it. Just follow the money and lead straight to somebody's pocket. The bell tolls for those getting rich off what they stole. Using our own tax money to promote their own goals. The story makes no sense. It's got too many holes. Now I'm revealing the truth like a government mole. Nah, I ain't a follower. That just ain't my role. Time to unite my 93. Come on, boys, let's roll. Time to get up, turn off the TV. All right, guys, you know what that means. This is the second hour of the first 52. Uh, we got a guest this hour, so that'll make for some enjoyment for us. And, uh, you know, we're going to really dig into what Susanna has to talk about today. So we'll bring her up here in a minute. I'm going to make sure I got the four-toted one back. Dave, I got you, right? Yep, you got me. All right, good. I want to make sure we got you there. Uh, you guys might remember, this will be Susanna's second uh, visit with us. No, third, I'm sorry. The third, first one right. was a short one. Uh, it was a little surprise, first time we ever met. Uh, and then we had her on a few weeks ago. Uh, she's from OccupyCorporatism.com, correct, Susanna? Yes. Okay, good. Um, and she, uh, she's she got some great articles that she's been putting out. She's got some things she wants to touch on. Uh, we briefly, well, first of all, how's your week been, Susanna? I had a birthday. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound too exciting. <laughs> Happy 21st, birthday. 21st birthday. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, several times. No, 25. 21 was a bad year. 25 was okay. 25 was a good year. Yeah. Good. Well, we would like to wish you a happy birthday, of course. I think I even did that on your Facebook. You know, social media is bringing us so much closer together because, be honest, I wouldn't remember anybody's birthday if it wasn't for, for social media. <laughs> How do we and do my it? My husband wouldn't remember my birthday unless I write it down on the calendar. I don't feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> Now, how do we, let's, let's talk about that for a second. How the hell did we get by? I mean, all of us are, other than my wife, she's the youngest here. Um, you know, we all didn't have cell phones. We all didn't have cable. We didn't, barely had computers. You know, I, I did all my reports on a, a, when I got an electric typewriter, I was happy as hell because I actually had an electric typewriter. You know, how do we get, how did we get by then and we can't do it now? I don't know. We've gotten, there's short term memory loss. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, cause I remember as a kid, Every single phone number I needed was in my head. Ask me my wife's phone number. I couldn't tell you without picking my phone up and looking at my phone. 
or anybody's phone number for that case or for that matter, you know, my own number. You know what? It started with the day planners. Remember when we were kids and the day planners became really popular? Yeah. yeah. I think that's when it started. They were prepping us for having our own personal Rolodex in our phone. And never have to remember it again. I, I could still, I still remember my phone number when I was 16 years old. They asked me what my last phone number was. I have no memory of it. Yeah, I'm the same. I still can tell you, uh, the 609-268-3166 and 3176. That was my home number when I grew up. You know, so, and I'll, that'll never be out of my head. I ever be out of my head. I, I just, well, I guess until I start getting, Alzheimer's. Senile, yeah. Yeah, senile. I must be getting senile because I can't tell you my home address when I was growing up or my phone number. (laughs) Uh, I can tell you my home address. Uh, Yeah, I could do that, I think. I think. I know it was Mohawk Trail. I don't remember the number, though. 118. 118 Mohawk Trail. That's ridiculous. Yeah. (laughs) And that was... Well, I lived there for 30 years, honey. Almost 30 years. Yeah, that makes a big difference. Um, so, you know, as, as I said before we brought you on, Susanna, we, uh, were covering a lot of the military, mil- militarization of the police force right in the first hour. We covered the Ferguson, uh, ordeal, um, read some articles and just discussed it briefly. So one of the articles you have that, 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 uh, you wanted to bring up is funny this, this name comes up because this name came up apparently is who asked to hold the, the, the robbery video, um, is the DOJ. Uh, so tell us about the DOJ and how they're militarizing the police departments. Uh, well, the Stop Militariz- Militarizing Law Enforcement Act that House Representative Hank Johnson wants to bring back for consideration would effectively prohibit the DOJ from giving local law enforcement uh, mine-resistant ambush-protected vehicles, military-grade weapons, firearms, computers, helicopters, clothing, and, quote, other products. That, it always makes me nervous when they say, quote, other products. Yeah, what else could there be? I mean, that just sounds like pretty much the whole armament of the military. I mean, what's missing? Exactly. The chemical weapons what, now? Any, any new things that they can come up with, yeah. they just want to include. What scary oh, yeah, yeah. thing are they not willing to name that they're handing over to these people? Uh, yeah, uh, you know, you have the sound cannons. Um, they, they have that heat cannon that they haven't, we haven't seen in the streets yet. Are they going to give that to the mil- to the, uh, you don't even know. You can't remember to call them cops anymore. You just want to say military right away. Um, well, they're not. They're not police officers like you and I remember when we were kids. They are private security officers hired by your city to perform policing services. That's right. That's right. Because she she's she's the one that, that tipped me off to how they've incorporated. Yep. Ah. Yes. Yeah. Because Lexi went to that site, and that's when we were talking about Cape Coral, and Cape Coral's one of those agencies. See, now I have a sheriff's in my town. We have sheriffs in, in the, where I live. Um, now that's a little different than, than that. I think we discussed that that time we were talking about that website you sent us to. I can't remember the name of the website right now. Um, so, okay, continue on with the, with the DOJ there. So, what's this Chris, bill called again? It's called, uh, hang on a second. It's called Stop Militarizing Law Enforcement Act. It's linked up in my website. It's on the front page. Uh, it's a picture of the three scary police officers in their military-grade garb given to them by the Department of Defense because <laughs> the Department of Defense hands them over all the equipment uh, and some equipment that has been um, uh, marked as gone missing, by the way. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> How are they doing that, I wonder? 
Uh, they misappropriate weapons transfers, and there are after reports by the DOJ of weapons gone missing or equipment gone missing, and uh, this ends up hap- uh, into the hands of the local police departments. At least in, in the transfer. At least it's getting to local police departments instead of you know the Fast and Furious and getting over like Mexican drug cartels or maybe you know ISIS rebels or uh, you know something like that. Well, that that would be safe, except they are no longer the police officers that you and I know, or even the Barney Five that our parents knew. These are private security firms hired by your city to perform policing services. So their job is to keep the corporate interest of the city in which they have been hired to protect. It doesn't necessarily mean that they are there to protect your rights. If your rights are are vindicated by their presence, be, uh, if they're breaking up something, that happens to be just a misnomer. That's not their intention. Their intention is to keep the corporate interest, uh, keep the citizens from destroying corporate property, which would be city property, um, to uh, maintain the ordinances and make sure that anyone who is conducting any infractions be taken into through the municipality or the municipal courts to be um, er- taken in through and made money off of and sent to the private prisons that the city paid for with the citizens' tax dollars. It's all really just a convoluted giant mess. But it goes all the way back to uh, several decades ago with Homeland Security, with the 2002 Homeland Security Act. It also goes back even farther. Um, Just two years ago, the, uh, or the, the Office uh, for State and Local Law Enforcement, who works with the Department of Homeland Security, set up these non-federalized uh, training centers. There's five of them all across the country where our military uh, tactical operations are being taught to local police officers who go there. And in exchange for this, FEMA gives the local police department some new uh, nice tanks or maybe some new snazzy outfits to scare the citizens with. <laughs> and in exchange, they are training these uh, regular civilian officers in military tactical operations. Well, now, so we've talked about, the Dave and I meeting, we've talked about the private prison uh, in the past and how we've seen this grow uh, rapidly, these private-owned prisons that are getting paid by, uh, you know, cities or counties or states to house their criminals, and then we see the increase in laws to constantly increase the amount of people in there. I've read reports where a lot of times these contracts require that the prison remains 80% full. Well... Well, how do you keep a prison full? You arrest people for whatever reason you can, and then they're in there, and and maybe they'll get out in a little bit, and you just arrest somebody else, you know? So it's, it, that's a big problem I see. When Dave and I talk about, um, you know, the, the pol- militarization of the police departments and the issues we see with police right now, uh, there's two things that always come up. Accountability, which means, re- you know, removing the ability uh, to protect them from lawsuits if they do something wrong. Qualified immunity. Well, yeah, qualified immunity. And the other idea that, that we toss around a lot would be having, actually having private police departments that are hired by the community, um, and held to a higher standard where you can, you can have two or three companies that are running these, these two, three, four, five, a hundred companies, you know, in an area that are running these, these private police departments and it's kind of like an exterminator. You know, they come in and they kill your dog by accident or, they're not getting rid of the bugs, and you fire them, and you bring somebody else in. Now, would you be against that, or is that different than what we're seeing, you know, you're talking about? Well, we have the latter right now. It's just the municipalities, the the uh, city council is in charge of hiring 
and contracting these police departments. And you can see the contract and the, the duration of the contract on the police department's website and the city council's website. And if it's not up there, you can contact them because by law they have to post it. So they've already done this, except the citizens are not being brought into the process by which they hire these people and uh, fire them or renege on the contract and contract another security firm. Okay. Well, that, 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 all right, so it's the municipality that's hiring the private, you know, police force. Well, I'm talking like in Detroit because Detroit, they no longer have a, you know, a good police force, but people are now paying for private security. Um, out of their own pocket, and they got these guys driving around in, in armored, well, I don't know about armored vehicles, but they're there to protect the citizens of that, uh, neighborhood, and they're not busting people for smoking joints or jaywalking or, you know, walking in the street. They're, they're actually responding to real crimes, you know, where there's, you know, a crime against somebody's personal property. They're not, they're not giving speeding tickets either. No, even though that's a wonderful, fantastic idea, the situation we have, the, the system that we have set up, that's considered vigilante justice. And so those people are running the risk of getting arrested, getting disbanded, getting sued. Um, yeah, so? <laughs> I'll bring I it to court. That, well, that, that's just, well, because that's how they get everything shut down. That's how they get all of these other things shut down that we set up, because we have this... Uh, horribly corrupt system that doesn't allow for things to go on at all or to go on very long before they're just, you know, uh, dismembered. So you're, you're saying that we do not live in a free country? No, we do not. <laughs> Who told you that? <laughs> everybody told else. that lie, Dave? Everybody else is trying to tell me this. Uh, Susanna. I hope you saved your receipt because you should take that. <laughs> Hey, and while you're at it, I got some waterfront property in Arizona for you, Dave. Yeah, I got a bridge in Brooklyn. I, I could tell you too. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, cause I, I think we do have a major problem with law enforcement right now, um, and we're seeing it spill over. You know, Dave made a good point that that why is the uh, for, uh, Ferguson case so front and so poignant when we have the case in New York of the the gentleman choked out and killed? We have the case. I. I don't know the details of it, but I read through briefly of a case in, uh, I think it was L.A., where a guy was being arrested. He was laying flat on the ground, and, and this is not the one where he's handcuffed in the, in the train station. It's a whole new one that happened, like, last week. Uh, and they just shot him in the back while, as he laid prone on the ground. Um, so so what's your? do you have a solution to this? Because that's what I was screaming for yesterday. What's our solution to to stop this issue? Uh, well, I have a solution. I, I talked about it two years ago. Um, I, I, it's a little bit, it's a little bit interesting, but it will work. And it will work because I've taken this to attorneys and I've taken this to, uh, former Supreme Court justices in the state of Oregon and they've both confirmed that this is legal. These corporate entities that are masquerading as your police departments, Go to your city council uh, or your secretary of state website and do a corporate business search, a name search, and put in police association. And when you come up with a list, you will come up with uh, active or inactive, which should be obvious. The corporation is active or it's inactive. If the corporation's uh, address and phone number matches the police department, then you have a match. And what that means is you have a corporation that is functioning 
uh, under the guise of what we believe as a police officer in a police department, but it's a private security firm hired by your city to perform policing services. And if that corporation is inactive or dissolved for any reason, then you can sue them. That means that everyone who was arrested from the time they dissolved to the present need to be let out of prison. Now, the backside of this is there are some people who legitimately deserve to be in jail. Right. The front side of the, or the other side of the coin is the municipalities, the chief of police, the city council all know about this. And so uh, the chief of police is usually named as the head of the corporation or the CEO or the acting president. And the municipality knows this because they hired them as a third party. It would be like filling out a 1099. Hmm. It's a uh, it's a third party hiring for the city, and so they they pay their own taxes. Um, if we got together and did this in each one of our states and compiled a list and got a hold of some attorneys that really have some cojones, we could take these uh, municipalities and these uh, police departments to court um, simultaneously all over the country. I like how you say and cojones. Sorry, because I, I can't in. say the other word. I'm a mother of two small <laughs> children, and I just can't say the other. Word. Yeah, it's after it's after ten o'clock, though. You could say it. I can't. I can't. Come on, I'm, say I'm it. Come like on. That Bill Try Cosby it. himself, where he just censors himself right. when he talks to his kids. You know, I just I can't say cuss words anymore. Oh, oh you got to sometimes you got to put that explanation, explanation, exclamation, exclamation. Damn it! I <laughs> I cannot talk tonight. I, I've been having what? problems all night. Yeah, let her keep going. <laughs> I am. Well, uh, all right. So I like I I think that's a good idea. It's a lot of work, obviously, to sit down and and get all that information together. Hey, um, no, hold on a second. What was that? To go to the state? Who? Because I'll do it right now. Okay, I have some people who are currently working on this in different states, and we're compiling a list. So my email address is occupycorporatism at gmail.com. If you would like to volunteer some time to devote to this, I would appreciate it. You can email me with that. Put that in the uh, in the subject line so I know who you are because I get lots of emails and I, you know, I don't know who I should be clicking on and who I shouldn't be. <laughs> you got to be careful anymore. Yeah. And uh, what we need to do is go to our Secretary of State website in whatever state that you live in and do a corporate business search by name and put in police association into the search, and you will come up with a lengthy list of corporations that are filed with the Secretary of State in operation or or, or current or past uh, with police association. Police association is the corporate business name. So it will be Seattle Police Association or Chicago Police Association or New York City Police Association. When we compile this list of inactive police departments, cross-referencing it with the address and phone number of the actual police department on their website, because then you have a match. When you file with a a corporation, you have to give your name, address, and phone number. This cross-reference will give us the the lead evidence that we need in order to take this information to attorneys in each individual state. Um, everyone who was, I'll give you an example. The Beaverton City Police Department went into disillusion on January 5th, 2012. 
They have since then been operating illegally as a functioning corporation. Corporations had to abide by corporate law. So since these police departments incorporated, they have to abide by corporate law. And when a corporation dissolves, you cannot conduct business until the dissolution is resolved. Now, sometimes it's an administrative dissolution, which means they neglected to file a paper on time. But even still, they can, excuse me, they cannot operate business as a functioning uh, corporation until that disillusion is resolved, even if it's just that sheet of paper. So we compile this list of police associations who are the police department corporations who are operating illegally under disillusion. And uh, the example I was giving to you with Beaverton, um, when I brought this information to an attorney and he then spoke with uh, the, the Supreme Court Justice in Oregon, um, former Supreme Court Justice, uh, on a conference call with me, the two of them both, their jaws hit the floor because they realized that everyone who had been arrested from January 5th, 2012 to present day needed to be released because by law, technically, the police officer was impersonating a police officer because he was wearing a uniform of a corporation that was no longer conducting business legally in that in that state. And therefore, the arrest is erroneous. Now, this also means that police officers listening to this, you should do this too. You should look this up because if you work for a corporation that is dissolved, you can be personally liable in court. Hmm. There you go. Dave, that's what you were looking to try to do. That's what you keep talking about. Oh, I'm, I'm so on. Here you might have Florida, a new volunteer. <laughs> it's, it's called sunbiz.org in Florida. I'm already, I'm already, I'm already, well, I found Key West, but it's, it's a PBA. It's not actually, uh, them. But now you'll almost, find a lot of different, like, groups and, and, like, veterans of the police department and all that other organizations. Um, this is why we need to cross-reference the name, address, and phone number with the actual right. um, address on the website of the police department to make sure that it's the same. Hmm. And like I mentioned, in some instances, you have the uh, chief of police named as the president or head of the corporation, so you can cross-reference that as well. Oh, I would love to do that. Dave, you've got I, a lot I, of time, I, dude. You yeah, know? I do. I have a lot of time. <laughs> Dave's, Dave's on disability. He sits around the house all the time. So, yeah. uh, well, I'm, I've got a small group of people right now. I'd like to get people from both coasts working inward and just go from the top or the bottom or whatever your state is and move, work your way up so that once we know we've got Florida down, everyone can, can put that aside and then we can, na- you know, uh, cross off every state as we go. All right. I'll email you sometime during the week. I would love it. Thank you. Yeah, we'll get that. Anybody out there listening wants to get involved. I mean, we've got people across the country listening right now. So, uh, you know, uh, give her an email. Corporatism at gmail.com. Just let me know in the subject line that you want to volunteer for this, and I'll let you know what you need to do. There we go. Well, we'll get some help for that for you. Let's uh, let's uh, change the change the track here a little bit. Let's talk about douchebaggery. Um, I, I breezed through the articles today. Uh, again, like I said, I was very busy today. I didn't get a chance. I know it all broke pretty much yesterday and today. Uh, you know, I never trusted Rick Perry back when he was running. Uh, I think he's, uh, just another one of those evil people that want to be in, in, in power. Uh, so what's going on with Rick Perry? Well, he threatened to veto $7.5 million in state funding to the Public Integrity Unit, which is the unit headed by the uh, Rosemary Lemberg, who is the Travis County District Attorney. 
And their job is to investigate public corruption, insurance fraud, and motor fuels tax fraud. And he did this because she was arrested and she was intoxicated and she became verbally abusive to the arresting officers and they, um, they filmed her detainment and that footage ended up on YouTube. So Rick Perry said, well, because of this, uh, behavior and, and this, uh, disgrace, I want you to resign your position and she refused. So he threatened to defund the program in which she worked for. Now, the the red team, blue team argument that is going around out there um, is, well, the public integrity unit is run by a Democrat, and she targets Republicans. Out of the 19 Republicans, uh, 19 executive people who were arrested and tried under the uh, public integrity unit or brought to brought to justice with the public integrity unit, five of them were Republican. Out of 19 in the last year, five of them were Republican. I wouldn't say that that's targeting. No, I wouldn't say either. You said 19, right? Out of 19, five. Yeah. It's not even half. Yeah, it's not even half. I mean, I think we got more of an issue with the IRS chick, uh, and they're, they're lying, but we'll get into that maybe before you go, go away from us today. Uh, so go ahead. So continue. So he's basically threatening to defund a program because she won't do what he says, which is leave the position, which how does she get that position? How how is she brought into that position? I don't know if she's elected or appointed. I know that the uh, the creation of the office was through the governor. It, uh, Rick Perry created this office. And so the, all of their funding goes through him. Okay. Goes through his, uh, his his administration. So she would have to be elected if she if because if she's appointed, couldn't you just fire and say, you know what? You're done. I would assume so. You know what? I don't know. Okay. And I feel bad that I don't. <laughs> All right. Well, that's something we can look <laughs> into. I don't know. The, the funny thing is that, you know, this is being touted as, okay, well, he was trying to get the National Guard and, and Border uh, Patrol over there to, to secure our borders, and this is happening. Um, yes, she got drunk, and yes, she was belligerent, and I'm sure that it was uh, embarrassing to to the office and to her position and to, to, gover- to the governor's office. However, that's not a reason to resign her position if she conducts her position in a, in a uh, functionary process. If as a, under her compl- uh, employee capacity, she is able to, to perform her function, which she is. And the, the, the funny thing, the other funny thing that I, that I find is this has already become a red team, blue team argument. She's a Democrat. He's a Republican. The, the Democrats are just trying to attack the Republicans. Rick Perry did something terrible. This is the only agency in his government that looks over and investigates and brings to justice corruption and insurance fraud and, to, and fuel talk, tax fraud. So we're talking about Texas. Hello, Texas oil, natural gas. We're talking about a lot of people who will benefit from somebody else possibly being in that position. Mm-hmm. But to, to then, you know, use the red team, blue team argument that she's targeting, uh, Republicans is ridiculous. He's wrong. And he should not abuse his power. And if he were anyone else, they would be wrong too, regardless of what color their t-shirt is. <laughs> you know, and that's funny because, you know, we're not, uh, Dave, I don't even think he knows what an election is anymore. And I'm getting close to that my, myself. I mean, obviously here in Florida, we have the uh, medical marijuana coming up and we have a pretty important governor race, uh, which when it, when you're talking smaller things like that, they are important. They affect your life a lot more. 
so, but I'm I'm neither. I'm an independent or no party affiliation. I think I have on my card. Uh, so I I don't care about left right either. Uh, so <clears throat> other than I, I guess the main point of this story is that um, he's a douchebag that's trying to use power, which we all know. You know, people in, in government want to have power. That's why they're in government uh, to influence somebody to do something at the at the, the the negative charge to the people that need this organization there and funded and doing its job. Absolutely. Now, do you think there's any? I don't want to call it conspiracy, but is there anything in the background that might show that it's being done to maybe eliminate that? I, I know you clu- you hinted to this a little bit. To either eliminate that position or put somebody there uh, that would, you know, overlook some things that are going on as far as oil companies go. Uh, do you think that's what might be going on with that more? And who might that be that would be looking to be benefited? You know, would it be a Bush? Would it be who? Well, when he asked for her resignation, I'm pretty sure that he had somebody in mind that he would want to put in that position. I don't know who that is or what their affiliations are. But I would assume that he knows better than to fire somebody without somebody waiting in the wings to take their job. Right. But who might benefit within the state for that organization not being there? Oil companies, fracking companies, uh, insurance companies would benefit from this. Um, uh, anyone, anyone corrupting the public in any capacity would would benefit from this if somebody else were put in the position that did not have the track record that she has i mean i I understand that she got drunk who doesn't get drunk i'm not excusing her getting drunk because she's a public servant she should know better than to get drunk and 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 act that way she should remember who she is and, and what she represents however he can't say look resign your position because i i don't like this display it's embarrassing and then when she refuses, say, well, I'm not going to fund your uh, your unit, your department, so you don't have a job. So you either resign your job or I'm taking your job away. He did, a, a governor should not be able to have that kind of power. Well, yeah, that's, that's pretty much straight up illegal. I mean, that's just, that's back to mafia thug days in, in New York. I mean, exactly. You know, and the- we see a lot of the corporations buying each other up and, and acting like mafias. And so I, I think that with... The corporations that stand to benefit from someone else stepping into that position and someone that he probably has waiting in the wings, it, it makes sense to me that he says that this is frivolous and, and that this is all made up and that this is all an attack on him because he's trying to save the borders. But really, he, he did something he shouldn't have done, and now he's, he's being asked to pay for what he did, and he doesn't want to do that. When's your govern, uh, governor race? Do you know? Is that this year? I think they have races uh, this year and and then in 2016 along with the presidency. Okay. Yeah, yeah Florida's is this year. Yeah, uh, our governor is this year, so that's why I was wondering if it was this year or, or 16. Which it would have to be this year because he ran and ran for uh, president in 14. Yeah, he wants to be president so bad. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully that never happens. He's a douchebag. Uh, I never, like I said, I never, ever, ever liked him. I don't like his, 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 his just way, his demeanor. I don't like how he tries to act better than everybody, and you can see that through him. I just don't like him at all. Uh, just not, no. And I don't live in Texas, so it doesn't really matter to me. But, uh, yeah, I don't like him. Uh, 
How about our friends at Google? Uh, you know, we've all ran and raved about Google. I finally have been forced to, to put this stupid, uh, uh, Facebook app on my phone to, to be able to, cause I use my chat all the time and I need it to be able to, need to be able to use it on my phone. So I've been forced into getting this chat that, you know, really isn't any worse than any other app on your phone. Uh, but we all know that Google is kind of, uh, I mean, a lot of us conspiracy guys call, you know, think they're attached with the CIA and, um, now we're seeing stories coming out, a story you wrote this week, uh, talking about how they're spying on us and, and the methods they're using. And it's funny because, um, my, my Android phone is a Google based phone and my son uses, um, uh, what's it called? Chrome on the laptop to play on, you know, play some games and do his thing there. So it all, it, it syncs up to my phone now, Dave. Everything mm-hmm. that he does when I go to my internet on my phone is on my phone. Yeah, you could, you could just log out of Chrome well, when, on the laptop. Yeah, I know that, but th- it's just, it's amazing how that goes like that. So what, what are you finding out about Google, Susanna? Oh, Google is able to create a picture of your daily whereabouts and all of your traveling habits using your cell phone, your Android or your Apple phone. It uses Google Maps and Facebook and Foursquare. And so Google knows uh, because you're automatically logged into your Google account and they have an immediate reference point to begin recording whatever you do throughout the day and where you go. And this one gentleman created a map based on all of the information that Google had on him of where he goes during a month. And it was interesting to see the points where he goes. And he, f- he basically follows a pattern. They're also creating this uh, sounds of the street view. And this is out of a, in, in conjunction with a UK-based hearing aid corporation. And so they will allow the Google street view programming to interface with people and businesses to make sounds so that we can hear our environment when we're on Google Maps, what it actually sounds like. Oh, hell no. (laughs) Driving down, scanning the roads aren't enough. You know, Google is so evil, and I seem to remember reading or or hearing something a few months ago. uh, Somebody, they were talking about the same type of thing with the predictive programming or the predictive uh, ability of Google, and they can, can, with up to 70% accuracy, I believe it was, predict what your next three days are going to be like after a certain period of time. Um, the reason why they're they're implementing all of this with with the Google Maps and and tracking and tracing you, uh, they ex- they explain this. The purpose for implementing immersive technology to lay the foundation for future corporations to have a quote promotional opportunity and possibility to create the next wave in deceptive marketing practices. So this would be native advertising. Do you guys know what native advertising is? No, never heard that term. Oh my gosh, really? No, never. Oh, this is the end. I wrote an article about BuzzFeed, and they wrote to me within two hours of my article being published. Really? <laughs> they didn't like it. Wow. I've been hearing a lot of bad stuff. So what's native advertising? Don't you know, throw these words out here and not explain it to me. I mean, uh, come on, Susanna. Oh, native advertising. Every- Listen up, folks. Don't go to sleep. Listen up, folks. Native advertising is the new trend in advertising. What they found out is nobody's clicking on these banner ads. In fact, point zero 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 one seven two blah, 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 is the percentage of people clicking on banner ads. So nobody's clicking on them. So how are these corporations going to get you to purchase their products? Well, they've come up with a scheme 
called Native Advertising. And BuzzFeed has been helping them along with the New York Times, uh, Forbes Magazine, um, USA Today, and a couple of other corporations. They've all gotten into this practice of mixing the product with the news. Now, okay, what I'm saying, you guys are going, okay, I've heard this already. No, no, no. These are news articles that are complete infomercials. What? 100% infomercials. Now, up at the top, at the very, very top, in in a little tiny font that you would never, ever see, it says sponsored by Coke or sponsored by GE or whatever corporation sponsors it. And the entire article that is placed on BuzzFeed amongst all the other articles, in fact, BuzzFeed admits to 50% of their articles being native advertising where this article is sold to you, presented to you, as if it is a factually based news article, but it is actually an infomercial for a specific product, paid for by a corporation, by a marketing firm, and written in conjunction with the editors at that publication. Uh, so, how is it news then? It's not. Okay. And what they say is, well, people can tell the difference. It's not chicanery. Absolutely it is. Because it is put in amongst all of the other news. It is written and looks like every other news article. And how are people supposed to, uh, if, let's take Colgate. Okay. Colgate Total has a trisoclon, trisoclan that, uh, causes cancer. Right. And so we shouldn't be using, well, we shouldn't have been using it because of the fluoride and the aspartame. But now we really shouldn't be using it. All those late guys, late guys jump on the bandwagon now. Okay. Yeah. Of course. But. If, uh, if Crest wanted to come out and, uh, contacted BuzzFeed and said, look, we know what's going on over at Colgate. That really sucks. But here we want to write this article promoting this new Crest product. They will write an article that looks exactly like a news article with sources and everything and is promoted and published and, uh, pr- um, put on the we- website with n- no other indicators that it is not a news article. And so people reading it will think, oh, wow, Colgate really sucks, but here Crest has got this great product, and all of a sudden the marketing and the profiting shifts over to Crest, and that's what we're discussing here. This is written so you can't tell the difference between factual news and advertising. It's kind of like that website I was ranting about last week, Dave. What was that, the National uh, Express or what was the name? Yeah, 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 some satire website that... You got got on, so. Yeah. Well, I think it got on, actually. I was getting somebody else out of getting got on, but there's this website, I can't remember the name of it, and, uh, they put, it's not The Onion, but they do the same type of thing, but they have nowhere on their site does it say that they're parody, um, or satire, and nowhere in the, like, the articles are, like, extremely well written. And I was pointing out last week how, like, the, these sites are, you know, appearing, Susanna, he he was he was against the First Amendment last weekend. He wanted rules and regulations. It's kind of like, but to me, I looked at it as as yelling, you know, fire in a movie theater because they're getting people who are worried about what's going on in the world, who who just you know read headlines and breeze through articles to repost these things, and it it it's complete. Like the last one I read was uh, a New York City cop kills baby, you know. <laughs> And that was the headline of it, basically. Because the mother was breastfeeding, right? Yeah, because she was breastfeeding. So, uh, is that the same type of thing, but this is more to, towards the corporations to make money, whereas that one, I think, is to, to make a movement look bad? Oh, absolutely. The problem 
is what I mentioned. People, we're moving toward the Internet, and we're doing everything more on the Internet. However, people aren't purchasing as much as you would think on the Internet. They're not clicking on banner ads. They're going to the trusted websites to do their, their shopping. So people who are paying for advertising on websites are getting shafted. Nobody's making any money. So this is a way for corporations to get together with the New York Times and Forbes and BuzzFeed and pay for advertising that is presented in a way that the audience is insured to look at and consider because it is touted as an actual news article. And this is not just for mainstream folks. Native advertising happens in alternative media as well. Uh So please be aware that when you are reading an article and it starts talking about this product that's really, really great, it means that that person or that uh, publishing house was paid by that company to produce or uh, present that product in that article in such a way that you would be uh, more likely to consider purchasing a product from that company. Is there any alternative, you know, I don't, it kind of sounds like you don't want to call anybody out. Is there any alternative sites that we may know of that, you know, are doing this? I think it's more important to alert the audience to the fact that this is happening and it's been happening for a while. Okay. And that it is in practice right now. And that, uh, if you <coughs> read an article and it all of a sudden starts to s- smell or feel like it might be a commercial, it probably is. And you might want to just disregard that information. Uh, you know, I hate the way this is turning. Uh, everything in, the, in our world right now, it, it, you can never tell what to trust, what not to trust. You know, it's, it's disturbing. I, you know, I was so angry yesterday. I'm getting angry again, Dave. I don't want to get angry again tonight. It's almost 11 o'clock. We're, we're getting to the fun hour here soon. Um, but it, this is, it's very angering to not know what to believe or trust. You know, we can't trust the MSN news. We can't trust Fox News, CNN, MSNBC. You, know, you can't trust the Washington Post newspaper. You can't trust this. You can't trust now we're getting to where we can't even trust, you know, people that we've thought we could trust for years. That bothers me. It bothers me as a journalist because I'm working to put forth factual news and my articles are being intermixed with these native advertising articles and the audience can't tell the difference. So there's a lot that adds to a lot of disinformation that's going on out there because people have branded loyalty. People think that because this person is telling them this, that this person has their best interest at heart and they're hawking this product because they really care about the listeners and the readers and their audience. But people have to understand uh, your favorite celebrity caster is there because they are the best person for the job to sell you that product. They are after a certain demographic and they have, after a certain, uh, period of time, they've received, um, a semblance of branded loyalty from their listeners and their readers and they then use that celebrities. Uh, 50 Cent is doing it right now with Intel. They have these, uh, headphones that not only will play your favorite 50 Cent song, but it will also monitor your heart rate and let your doctor know if you're about to have a heart attack. Well, I don't know if I want my headphones with. monitoring my heart rate. Yeah, I agree with but you. But 50 Cent is being used as a front to sell this product. We have, uh, Triton, which is a chemical that they're using instead of BPA 
And you have Dr. Andrew Wild uh, hawking baby bottles to our infants and toddlers who have this chemical that will cause them to have serious problems as they're growing up and in their in, in their future life. And a lot of people buying BPA-free products with Trident in it thinking that they're not being poisoned and they absolutely are still being poisoned. But it's the Dr. Oz effect. And if, if, you, if anybody remembers when he was talking on Capitol Hill, one of the things that really upset me was that he said he uses flowery language to convince his audience to purchase products that he may or may not be receiving monetary value for his comp- for his uh, endorsement but he endorses it nonetheless and just to give you an idea of the effect of Dr. Oz he mentioned uh, a product of a supplement company located in Florida and within 24 hours of him mentioning the name of their company they sold half a million bottles <sighs> yeah, but you, you, you can't these are rubes you know these are rubes that, that, that follow you know oprah winfrey's book club and you know the colbert bump you know these but it's are these also are people who say that um my favorite broadcaster would never lie to me or or my favorite well, uh journalist would never write a bum story and, again, and we need to we need to demand fact-based news. We need to demand from our uh, our news broadcasters and our journalists that they provide facts, that they do, that they announce when it's an op-ed piece, when they're inserting their opinion, that they differentiate between news articles and and, and yeah. op-ed pieces, and that they provide source links that that actually go to direct documents to prove their assertions. Yeah, that's never going to happen. <laughs> well, it happens on Occupy Corporatism, <laughs> right? Yeah, there's no advertising on this on this station, so you know we're not anything we talk about is you know stuff that we've tested or used ourselves, and we don't push anything. Yeah. Um, well, we push a little. I push a little silver and you know uh, coconut right. oil and. Uh, but it's a concept. You're not actually pushing, you know, uh, a product. Your colloidal silver. You're just saying in general it's good stuff. Right. Um, and this is you know this is buyer beware. You gotta understand that most people in this world are idiots and they follow it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna get my medical advice from some stupid doctor on TV, daytime TV. Well, that goes to doctor. How about your medical advice from, uh, Walmart? I don't get my medical advice from the doctors. They're assholes. Excuse me, I know. (laughs) Your kids can't hear you, so it's okay. (laughs) Right, but she, she doesn't like to curse, so I don't wanna, I wanna keep that going. Um, No, you guys can do it. I, I just don't want to. It's okay. No, I don't want, I'm not censoring you. Well, believe me, I could I could string a, <laughs> a labyrinth of curses a mile long. Um, New York comes out of Dave all of a sudden. I, there's been a few times in my life where I'm six foot one and I'm currently like 225 pounds, but uh, I was young, a little bit younger. I was I was a little bit b- bulkier in terms of muscles, and I've actually had to flex my muscles a couple of times in my life, and they've all been doctors. Yeah, I don't. I, this, but, my, I had I had my toe amputated two and a half years ago, and um, I actually got out of my wheelchair and onto a walker, and I was trying to find the, the doctor in the hospital. I was going to beat the shit out of him. <laughs> this is before Dave so calmed I down a little bit. Right. I don't <laughs> trust. I don't trust the medical doctors. I'm certainly not going to trust some idiot on TV. Well, and we're the same way. I mean, be honest with you, Susanna. We, uh, our son, he starts kindergarten this year, and uh, our youngest, and he. Uh, he 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 hasn't been to a doctor since he was 18 months old, maybe even a little younger than that. And he had to go for his school physical. 
And uh, he was kind of scared a little bit because he didn't know what these people were. Or he didn't know what they were doing. He was a you know, little... Oh, I wish Lexi was here. She's actually with him right now because he won't stay in bed tonight. Uh, but he was kind of like... He's never shy. My kid, Dave, is my kid shy? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> he's never shy. But because he's never been in a doctor's office, he didn't know what to think of it or what to do. And uh, I felt bad for him, you know. But we don't vaccinate. We don't use medical doctors at all. I mean, I haven't been to a doctor in God knows how long. We do the same thing. I treat the kids at home. My husband, my son had uh, febrile seizures because of vaccines. And there are holistic pediatricians. You can find them. Uh, usually they're located at the university in the holistic department. So go in or uh, take a look and see if you can find one in your area. Um, but we treat the kids at home. And both of the doctors that uh, were taking care of me during both of my pregnancies almost killed me. I almost died twice with both of my children, so I have no faith at all in the medical system at all. Ugh. It's ridiculous. I mean, Dave's had so many issues himself with the medical system. Uh, I've watched family members. Um, you know, I lost an uncle last last year because he got prostate cancer. He went for an experimental treatment, didn't work. Uh, then they started giving him chemo, which, of course, you know, leads to lymph- uh, leukemia, and he ended up dying from a leukemia. It wasn't even the prostate cancer that killed him. You know, he probably would have be, still be alive and kicking healthy if he would have just left it be. Uh, you know, it's, I don't know, it's a, it's a horrible conundrum we're in with this whole medical system. And I guess we got into that by the advertising talk, but, um, I think it's important that people really learn to not rely on that because it's just making everybody sicker, uh, and sicker and sicker. Something, and we got about five or four or five minutes left, Susanna, and this is something I don't think I've ever asked you, and Dave hates when I do this, but I, I'm relying on other people to try to either help me learn that I'm completely nuts or help me go in a direction. He turns his microphone off and he's talking to the YouTube crowd. Um, or can help me figure out more on this subject. Um, geoengineering and persistent jet, jet contrails and all that. Do you ever look into that? Do you care about that? Uh, do you think it's completely nuts? I do care about that. I've written a lot of articles. You can put geoengineering or chemtrails or both in, in my website. I've probably written 30 or 40 articles on both of them. Um, it, it is disturbing to me because, you know, I just look up in the sky and this is not the sky I looked at when I was a kid. Well, that's that's how I feel. I'm completely against them. Dave, turn your mic back on, crackhead. Stop talking to YouTube, YouTube and join the conversation here. Dave, uh, <laughs> you don't want to hear what I'm saying. <laughs> Dave is completely against them. He thinks I'm nuts. Uh, no, I said there's not enough evidence. And we're talking to somebody who digs for evidence very hard. The problem and, with and, and I heard the, the same exact thing. I'll give you an the example same exact of the problem thing. with Hold on, hold on. I'm, so, I'm sorry, Miss Pozell. I heard the same exact thing, which was it didn't look like it was the way when I was younger. And, of course, it's not because planes have changed, air traffic has changed, and things aren't the way they are when you, you know, 20, 30 years ago. Or, in your case, you know, 10 years ago. Because I'm trying Absolutely. to be nice. And since you had a 25th birthday. I'm 37. It could have been 20 years ago. <laughs> So go ahead. I, I want to hear the rest of your, you know, because you do do a lot of research on stuff. So what what inclines you to believe in them more than not believe them in them? Because of the independent studies on uh, barium, cesium, and strontium that are found on mountaintops that could not have been there any other way but then falling through the sky. 
And uh, the other flip side to the chemtrail problem, the chemtrail issue is there are a lot of people who regurgitate information and then come forward as as whistleblowers. And it's obvious because you can listen to their story and hear that they're regurgitating something that you heard somebody else say. Um, there were a couple of photographs that were being passed around that were the inside of these uh, airplanes that are specifically for the chemtrails and uh, allegedly. And they were filled with tanks. Um, these are pictures that were actually taken off of Boeing's website. And um, my husband's father, my father-in-law, used to work for Boeing. And so I brought these pictures to him, and I was talking to him, because he was working at Boeing in the 70s. And he was explaining to me that... They're ballast when they tanks. Go, when they go to uh, test these planes, they ha- they can't put real people in there. And they want to make sure that the plane can balance with the amount of pressure of the, the people and everything in it um, w- with its flight pattern and, and be able to maneuver. And so they put these tanks filled with water that will slosh around and move around and mimic the movement of human beings and, and the pressure, the amount of weight that human beings and all of the packaging and all the everything in it would, would cause. And so these pictures were then said, oh, this is the chemtrails pictures. This was released. The problem is we have a lot of uh, good information out there that is evidenced and researched, and we have a lot of crap information out there. And because it's about a 50 per- 50% ratio, it takes a lot of looking into and, and siphoning through and separating the good from the bad. And that is the real problem with the chemtrail issue because we have so much garbage coming out and we have a lot of good information that kind of gets thrown off to the wayside because it's sensational to put out this garbage and, and put it out there. And then people say, oh, well, it's explainable. Yes, this stuff is explainable. That's not part of the chemtrail issue. That's just these sensationalists putting this stuff out there so that it looks like it's part of the issue, but it's not. Gotcha. And I agree. I think we see a lot of that. And that's why it's hard. That's another one of those things that's hard to, you know, who do you rely on? Who do you believe in? Uh, who's giving you the real information? Uh, there's a couple guys I follow, a couple groups I follow, um, and try to figure out what's real. I just know I agree with you. I look up and it is different than it was. And I don't care what Dave wants to say about the engines or the this or the that. You know, I've got, I've taken I, I'm probably close to 20,000 pictures at this point in time. That I have one. I, I didn't. I didn't say it. I just read it off a website that shows why you know these things are happening. Stop. I researched it. In other words, yeah, I didn't pull it out my ass. <laughs> your video game buddy. No, it's not that guy. <laughs> he likes. They have persistent, long hanging chemtrails that are in science books that date back seventy years. Yeah, yeah. But, we, you know that's that's that shit that you don't you just will uh, because. It's a, Never mind. <laughs> see, see how we get when we get into this subject? You I'm should an, see us when I'm we're gonna... together. It's like, <laughs> it, it, because when we're together, there's never any in the sky at all. And it, it went on for, what, ten like times? Ten times. I must have been in that ten times, which is actually, I would think, statistically impossible. <laughs> With how much I see them. Yeah. Right. And, and I see them, too. And I see what you think are, you know, chemtrails. But, uh, but we I, do have people like David Keith, who happens to be funded by Bill Gates, who explains and admits that they are using chemtrails to alter the planet, to put alumina in the atmosphere. They're admitting to that, uh, to reflect all of the heat from the sun back out into the atmosphere. So we, on one, on one side, we actually do have white papers and we do have their admittance that there is geoengineering happening. In fact, in a lot of states, you have cloud seeding written into your budget as far as the state level government goes. Uh, here in Washington state, we have it written into the budget where they seed the clouds, which is considered geoengineering. 
uh, in order to make sure that there is enough snowpack because we rely on the snowpack melting for all of our water. And some states have had geoengineering uh, cloud seeding in their uh, state budget for many, many decades. Go ahead, Dave. I, I saw you waving your hand, and I know. Go ahead. No, I said geoengineer. I've always admitted. I've always said that ge- cloud seeding is in cartoons from the 70s. You know, that's 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 something that's been done and used, and we know about it. But the chemtrails, the pictures of the things that you pr- uh, put on Facebook, oh, every goddamn day. <laughs> um, it's not. I don't think it's what you think it is. You know, yes, and there are, and that's the scary part, right? There's one thing that you talked that you said that the scientists are trying to you well, in my estimation, trying to come up with ways to combat you know global warming, um, which oddly enough Sean doesn't himself. believe in, but he believes in in them using this way to stop it, which totally defies logic. But I'll let that pass. <laughs> um, but, but the scary thing is, is that that that's what they want to do, all right? So you know. I'm not saying don't, you know, st- st- stop thinking about this. It's bullshit. No, they want to do stuff. They want to, you know, because it's a money-making operation. And you know, that's that's the government's M.O., is that they'll break your leg and then they'll, they'll give you a, a, a crutch and they'll charge you for it, for both things. Well, like they so, say, Dave, if you want to control the world, all you need to do is control the weather. If you want to control the world, you control the money, and they're already doing that. We need the weather to control the money. Anyway, uh, Susanna, why don't you go ahead and uh, uh, pimp out your site, pimp out where people can find you, uh, anything pertinent you need, and then we'll uh, wrap up the, the evening with you. Thank you. OccupyCorporatism.com is my website, and the U.S. Independent, as well as the uh, online newspaper that I started with 26 wonderful contributors and uh, trying to bring back what journalism was intended to be, fact-based news. I, I enjoy theories and I enjoy supposition, but I don't think that it should be part of our news consumption because we have to deal with the facts in order to solve the actual problems. Excellent. Well, thank you very much again. We will talk to you again soon. As usual, just reach out to me if you need something. If I don't hear from you in a while or if I see an article that really blows my mind or grabs my attention completely i'll give you a holler and uh you know have a good rest of your weekend thank you absolutely i love coming on your show <laughs> thanks Susanna. yeah and, and expect an email from me soon about that because i would love to start looking up uh police corporations and see if they're active or inactive wonderful I re- i'm excited because i want to be- put myself on yet another list <laughs> <laughs> Let me help you do that. <laughs> You're probably right. a good one to work with to do that, too. <laughs> I'm probably on a lot of lists. <laughs> All right, Jerry, we'll talk to you later. Have a good night. Thank you, guys. Bye. There goes Susanna. We really appreciate having her on. A wealth of information. And she's on my side with chemtrails. Yeah. <laughs> hey, didn't, didn't, wait a minute. Didn't you ask somebody just recently, another guest, yeah, that Robbie? Wasn't? Robbie wasn't. Yeah, and did I... I, I did the whole thing behind you. I mean, in, on screen, but I didn't brag about it. Well, you would have. You would have if we didn't lose them like we did. I'm sure you would have egged <laughs> them on to keep talking about it. Right, the NSA cut him off. Yeah, that was really weird. That that's when he got cut off. Well, actually, that was just a fucked up end on my computer. It wasn't really anybody else. You know, I like to blame it on the NSA. But anyway, uh, make sure you guys check out Occupy Corporatism. Uh, check her workout. She does great work. Uh, first 52 will be back with you guys in a couple minutes. It's going to be the third hour, so get yourself prepped up and ready to go. It's actually the, the very definition of terrorism. They're trying to kill people for a political agenda.
it's just, you know, a nicety. So, uh, yeah, just keep in mind, guys, that the news agencies are not there to tell you the truth. They're there to tell you what they're told to tell you. You're still stuck to the American dollar, and you're still stuck to American laws. I still want to have the freedom to go where I want to go if I need to go. Uh, I think that's the most important thing in my mind, at least. And this goes along... If this is going to be another cum cum trail... (laughs) (laughs) I've got lesbians, and he's got cum trail. Okay, why don't you just move along? Animals get in the way when you're doing a radio show. What I think is they're going to have to redirect the American's mindset. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been even more fun. Yeah, that would have been a lot of fun. (laughs) I I want you all to keep your eyes open and your ears open on what's going on. It's the first 52. RazRadioLive.com Stay with us. You're going to be all right. Look at me. Hey. Hey. You're going to be all right. Don't worry about it. Doc's going to take care of you, right?
soldier of freedom, death isn't released Body shredded to pieces and my eyes can't see Burning white fire but my heart still beats I was given a choice, take a step to the light Or take a big step back and continue the fight Now my vision's coming back and I can hear the warfare The sound of battle cries, the smell of death in the air I hope to see a time when it really doesn't matter When victory is mine, I can climb Jacob's ladder Ignorance is bliss, lies are really sadder A million tons of truth, my bones will never shatter All that really matters, I'll fight another day I've seen the gates of heaven but I had to walk away My mind elevated, I finally understand It wasn't by my will, it was all God's plan God's plan What's up, Raz Radio fam? It's your man Wayne in Baltimore. And if you ever heard the chocolate drop, there's a little bit of what you've been missing. I was all over Justin Bieber's nuts last night. The guy got a couple good licks on me, but after that, it was on. But he, he didn't wear me out, so to speak. Yeah, well, no, no. Uh, yeah. You want to see my eyes? Have you ever had a nut with more flavor? That's what I like about Iowa. We don't have black people. It's the chocolate drop, Saturdays from 1 to 3 on RadshotHillLive.com. We, we talk about other stuff, trust me. It keeps running through my mind. Every time she cries, wet the tears from my eyes. Making sure that they dry my mind. Collect the sky, just for my finish fly. I gotta hit the road and kiss those lips goodbye. And obsession with the power, getting texts every hour. Honey needs my home, taking care of a flower. Make a move right, keep a warm. Every night, but you see my first love be the one with the mic. Yeah, they're screaming my name, singing my name in the shower. She pulls me up after hours, cause you know she can't wait. She loves my rap superpowers. I'm gonna buy her some flowers. She loves my rap superpowers, cause you know she can't wait. She loves my rap superpowers. I'm 
been fulfilling all my fantasies. Midday loving underneath the canopy. Sometimes it takes a man of me just to step away. Cause honey got a new trick each and every day. Damn, I'm down to play, but it's hard to keep my sanity. Questions all the time, must be part of a family. I'm screaming my name, singing my name in the shower. third hour Dave had to go take care of something he'll be right back with us you guys are listening to RazRadioLive.com the first 52 it's the third hour what we try to do in the third hour is uh, still have some fun well try to have some fun relax a little bit you know we'll still talk about some some stuff you know maybe important maybe just funny uh, I do have a video I want to play. It's, it's not too visual, but it's the magician and the cop interaction, honey. That one I want to play for them in a little bit. Oh, really? You bought into that? I love it. I think it's funny. Whether it's real or not, it's okay. still damn good. It was funny. It was good. Because yeah. I, 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 when I first saw it, I was like, oh, that's awesome. And I was like, God, this can't be real. And I researched it. Is it another fake one? Like the cop, it's the drunk cop thing. one? Yeah. The cop would never let a guy go doing that. Good actor, though. You got to give him that. Yeah. How about the drunk cop one? I looked into that one. <laughs> that That's hilarious as shit. That is fake, though, too. It is funny. 
Uh, Abe Steve, do you have like <laughs> he's like running down the road? <laughs> no, no, just even telling him how to do the thing. He's like, here, 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 heel to toe, heel to toe, and I said the alphabet, and he and he just went Abe Steve. <laughs> I'm gonna try that next time. <laughs> right. Do it real Just fast. Just to fuck around. Yeah. Because I've had, I've had two, I've gone through two field sobriety tests. And they even say in the, in the magi- magician one, you know, you know, if this is 100% real, you know, like it, implying that it's not. So. If I, it's a magician, he's what he's, you know, he's controlling the whole illusion. Well, but to go back to the, uh, the other one that was in Canada that I played, uh, uh, last week. The, uh, where he, you know, the other guy, the, the mine guy, I forget what he's like. <laughs> remember that one? Where he Jedi made the cop let him go. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it happens, I guess. I mean, maybe. <laughs> you know. That could be completely bullshit too, but. Well, it could be. That was kind of funny. But it was I, good. I, I'd like to do, I'd like to think that I could <laughs> snap my way out Slide of it. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, well, I know because he said anybody who thinks this is bullshit, I've got a stack of these tickets. It's taken me, you know, fifteen times to to get through this. That could be bullshit too. Well, I guess yeah. So, uh, you know, I could be gullible sometimes. We all can. We all can. Yeah, the reason why I'm 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 what's the opposite of gullible? Anal. Bitter? <laughs> no, anal. Cause I, no, because I've been burned so many fucking times. You know, I'm not, this is not my first rodeo. You know, I've been on. I've been I've been online. For 16 years. I'm trying to think the first time we went online. I mean, other than school, we never had it at home until, oh god, 93 or 4. Yeah, you had internet in 94? Yeah, dial up. Yeah, the old dial up. AOL dial up is... You were, you were on, you were in 94? Yeah, I didn't get a computer until 98. Yeah, and no, I think it was 94 we were on. Yeah, remember the fucking noise? Oh, God, it drove me nuts. It was horrible, and it never stayed I remember, on. And to download remember, a fucking one picture took, like, 40 hours to download a I, fucking picture. I remember taking a, uh, uh, are we on? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we're on. Are we on? Yeah, we're on. All right, uh, what's his face? Got a call back. Damn, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have reminded him. Yeah, well. <laughs> I don't want to deal with the chemtrail talk. I know you don't, but, yeah, it could be fun to do it You can sometime. call back. I'll just tap out. Have you seen... I'll I'll do my own show over here. Yeah, no tapping out aloud. Anybody Uh, wants to hear me do the the Adam and Dave show, just go to the, uh, what is that, what 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 page is that? (laughs) Jesus Christ. Uh, Dave, have you seen the, uh, the video of the informed tourist? No. You haven't seen that video? Let's play that one. No. Oh, come on. It's the fun time. Why not? It's funny. It's a cop getting sold. Let's, let's, let's play, let's, 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 let's play that video with the guy with the shop tacos that your wife found. Oh my god. <laughs> the shop tacos? Yes. Is that on Facebook? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it was funny as hell. Is it not hilarious? It was. I laughed my ass off. Well, what was it? Oh, is that the- Now that I've had my wife dick and me. Jeez, <laughs> oh, we'll save that for the end of the, uh, show here. I gotta Why? find it anyway. I gotta find it anyway. I loved, I loved this taco holders too. Or <laughs> no. It's awesome. That was a good video. He refuses to watch this video. It's just like, I, so I refuse to watch it. No, anytime I post anything, I'm like, did you check it out? You're like, no, I'll watch it later. You never do. You know how much shit I have to look at in a day? Right, he either, he, he, well, the cool thing about Sean now is lately he's been posting like, like feel good things in the morning. I try to start you the know? day out good with feel good yeah. stuff. 
It is. I kind of like it. I'm like, oh, that was a cool video. You know, I kind of enjoy that. You know, until the bombardment. Right. <laughs> until the shitstorm starts. <laughs> uh, hold on, I gotta figure out what's going on here. I got the rooms to go playing, and I don't. I hate not knowing where something's playing at. I'm kind of toying with the idea of quitting Facebook for a little while. I think I spend too much time on it. You think? All right, I, learned, I swear to God, I learned so much from it, though. All right, let's bring Dan back up here. Dan, is that you again? Yeah, I'm here. All right, cool. There we go. Now we're on. So what were you, you called up because you were inspired by the end of that conversation with Susan. What were you saying now, Dan? Well, a couple of years ago, I, you know, I'm a, a big proponent of the environment and everything. I've been seeing all these contrails aka chemtrails and all this stuff and I was driving to work one day and I saw these two planes it was about 7.30 in the morning and they were just spewing these trails and I was like alright, alright, that that doesn't look normal to me so I pulled over and I looked I I was looking up and I started videotaping and these two planes that were really, really close and I was like, okay, number one Normally, uh, in a flight pattern, you have a, you know, you know, a distance between planes. Well, these planes didn't have that distance. They were very, very close. And they were spewing what I consider to be a chemtrail, okay? So, out of nowhere, another plane comes in from a, a different direction, and it had about a 45-degree angle. And it was coming in, and it was spewing the same exact trail. And then just as it passed the two trails, it turned, and it joined the these two individual, you know, planes that were going. It, I mean, they were, it, it was impossibly close. So all of a sudden, you had this cross pattern all over the sky. And then I looked off to the distance, and I saw additional cross patterns. And I'm like, okay, that doesn't seem normal to me. So today I was out grilling, and I look up, and I see this plane that is just spewing this, it looked like a chemtrail to me. So I got my binoculars, and I start looking up, and I, I have glasses, so I took them off, and, and I finally get in view, and I'm like, okay, that looks like a chem, that totally looks like a chemtrail, and this plane is spewing this stuff out there. It's completely blue sky. And as I zoom in, there's four, you know, different trails leading off into one. And then I was like, okay, that's definitely a chemtrail. And then I, I put the binoculars down, and I'm looking behind it, and it actually starts disappearing. So I'm, I'm thinking, okay, this is not a chemtrail. This is a regular contrail. Right. And to me, that is normal, and that's what I saw when I was a kid. My question is, if, if there's so many planes out there with this chemtrail, and you only see it on certain days, you know, uh, two, three times a, a month, don't you think there'd be somebody who would come forward that would say that there's something going on here? You would like to believe there is, uh, Dave. What, what, what's your explanation for why nobody comes forward and, and says anything? I don't have to explain any of that. 
Okay. Well, I, and I, I, you know, people are the way they do it, and maybe we will have that eventually. There has been some people that have come out. That's what Su- uh, Susanna had yeah. referred to. Just waiting, for, just waiting for evidence that I can't shoot down. Yes, and that's what you say all the time. What is that? That again? I don't know. Stupid computer over there. Anyway. Uh, so, your question is why didn't anybody come out? I don't know. Why didn't anybody come out when they were making the atomic bomb? You know, why didn't... Exactly. Yeah, that's what my answer is. It's a completely different day and age. Compartmentalization, Dave. Right, compartmentalization, and news did not travel fast. You could keep a secret. Today, you can't wipe your ass without fucking 17 people. You gotta ask the crazy deaths we see and how many times you see things attached to people that would maybe have been around that. News people. Uh, Michael Hastings, how do we know that his article wasn't going to be, you know, the truth of chemtrails? I'm just being facetious. We already know. I walk out in the morning, and and, they, and it looks like they're spraying the shit out of this area. And for the next two days, me, my wife, my stepson, he's, they all feel like so, shit. You send send like, your well, water. I, send your standing water to a fucking water and have the te- and have it tested, and we'll read it the right way. Collect and rainwater, we'll see. right? Yeah, exactly. You know, because the, the, there are two That's studies what we that I've seen. Doing. Oh. That's oh, what we have to okay. yeah, sure, yeah. Uh, there are two studies that that that, that chemtrailers like to cite about water uh, thing. One is in uh, that shitty movie Shade, uh, the, the motion picture, and the other one was the only bad in, part is the chemtrails. Why, why are they spraying mind, me? Dave. Right? Why? Why Both are of those they spraying things, me? Uh, can I talk? What in the world are they spraying? Yes, you can, can talk. I talk? Go ahead. Can I finish talking? Sure. Good. Because you, you're like interrupting me, and oh, interrupting you asked me to you asked me to respond and respond, and now he's fucking shutting me down. Respond. I don't want to know. <laughs> You're going to be on the list. <laughs> yeah, on the I'm already list. on the list. Yeah, we're already I, on the list. I already had somebody check me out. And they said I'm on. Not only did they rattle off a bunch of my addresses throughout my life. Um, Brad, are you on the list? I don't know. I never had uh, that. I would hope so. I, I would have I would to guess so, so, dude. I'm probably on a I bunch think of lists. If, on the list. <laughs> if I am, you. If I am, you definitely are, because you have you do uh, have a broader reach with you know Shannon Burke show. Yeah, that is true. And you've mentioned um, th- me as I'm your co-host. Dean Walker on uh, Twitter, by the way. I, I, I'm, I'm the, I'm the guy who takes all those pictures of chemtrails. Okay, I got you, man. <laughs> You're the one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I. You're the one he fucking forwards and tags me on it. And like, I hey, do, what about this? Dave, I do the pictures because now there's a historical, you know, line of these things. So when it comes out. You know, I've got history of it. As people are researching it, we can get a good idea when it actually started. I don't, I don't have a problem with you tweeting out your pictures. Just don't tag it, me in it. You know, I see them, but I know I'm not tagged on them. So, and, and I've, and I've, I don't know if you noticed, but I won't, I won't tag my, I won't get in on it. I'll leave it alone. No, you, you when send I, me when your I little picture. When I, when I say something that I'm fucking, you know, I'm, I'm throwing stone in a glass house, I'm waiting to get the shit beat out of me. So I'm just not going to say it anymore. You know, oh, it's alright, Dave. Tito's is a shit, by the way. Tito's? Hmm? Oh, yeah. When Shannon made me that, the first time I actually had, had Tito's was when we were at stu- in the studio, he made LBJ's for us. And oh, I was, yeah. I was Tito's impressed with that. Hands down, number one. You're on, honey. Sorry. Troy said you needed to step in and shut us up, but. <laughs> anyway, well, Dan, I appreciate the call, and you know, I just, I just, I, I'm hoping somebody will finally real. I think this year is the year we're going to find out a lot more, honestly. So I guess we'll find out. What, yeah, 2015. 
Yeah. 20, no, 2014. Right. Before the end of this year. All right. So when is a good time to, to say hi? You didn't find anything out. We'll find out. We'll talk about it then. All well, right, Dan, we'll talk to you later, man. Have a good one. All right, thanks. Middle, yep. middle of 2015, July 4th, 2015. Oh, I don't know. Scotty. Should, how about we just wait a whole fucking year? Oh, what Scotty just answered, Scotty. You hung up on me already. Uh, let me call him back. He just uh, was calling in the whole time there. I wanted to get Dan's through. <clears throat> I don't want to have a big party line. That was way. You should have been last night. Oh, <sighs> not been last night. Last night, you should have been with us last night because it was just so much fun on D and D. It was just crazy. Scotty, you there? Hey man, I want to find a chick and put Kim Trails on her face. <laughs> Are you trying to make up for your gay experiences last night? <laughs> He's so someone's overcompensating. <laughs> Dude, I, I I didn't have any gay experiences. Okay. As long as there's latex in between, it's not gay. <laughs> Oh, you're just wrong, man. <laughs> you're just wrong. Just for the record, you're wrong. That's pretty funny. <laughs> dude, I, I'm not wrong, dude. I mean, come on, think about it. Do uh, I have to? It's just not skin on skin. <laughs> no, dude, that's wrong. That's just wrong. Just for the record. That's very wrong. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm fucking halfwood up here, dude. I have no... Where, are you still at Troy's, or do you... uh you are no, back on the road. Well, obviously you're not on the road if you're half lit, but or at least I hope not. No, me and me and Troy are sitting here killing a bottle of Southern Comfort. Sweet. They're getting all tore down, and I mean, <laughs> you gotta have some kind of party in Florida before you leave, right? Well, yeah, I guess so. I, I thought you had a pretty good party last night. It sounded like. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, I, I pitched the tent real quick and I pulled the tent down real quick. Oh. <laughs> Wow. That's a great fucking story. It's a great yeah. story to the beginning of your trip. <laughs> he I started because at the end of the trip, just imagine how much shit he's going to get into from this point on if he starts off camping at a gay campsite. <laughs> yeah, really. You might want to pay a little more attention to you know your planning as you're doing this. No, his well, stories are going to be great. <laughs> well, They're going to be well, legendary. You know, you know I, I, I came down to it. I, I was like, okay, there's the KOA. And they wanted thirty bucks to, you know, pitch a tent there. There you go. I'll give you some. I'm giving you stuff to work with here. Okay, so catch on. Um, <laughs> they wanted thirty bucks to pitch a tent. So I, I'm like, all right. So I hit a McDonald's and I, I find a Wi-Fi and I, I start looking up places and I find this place and I call them. I'm like, how much is this for a tent spot? You know, they tell me, oh, ten bucks. And I'm like, all right, great. You know, so I go in there, I get it, and they tell me there's a membership. Fee. And I'm like, well, I'm I'm never gonna be, you know, back here. I said, you know, this uh, I'm just passing through. So you know, I I I I sat there and I talked to the girl for a few minutes, and we're talking back and forth. And I I told her, I said, you know, I mean, I appreciate what you're doing for me. Let me get in without a membership. You know, I'll, I'll do a write up for you guys, you know, on the website and stuff. And she's like, oh, great, great, great. And she tells me, well, it's a bear all weekend. And I'm like. So you got like a nudist thing going on and she's like, yeah, you know, you might see some people running around naked and stuff like that. And I'm like, all right, cool. So, you know, I get back to my camp spot and I get the tent put up and, you know, I get everything going for the night and I'm about to lay down. And this guy starts coming through the, uh, the, the door and I'm like, what the fuck, dude? And I grabbed this dude up and I got him held up on a picnic table fucking by his throat. And his buddy's yelling at me, he's drunk, he's drunk, he didn't know where he was at, blah, blah, blah. 
that's when I start catching on. It's a gay place because there's a bunch of guys holding hands, but yet there's girls holding hands, and there's a few naked people, and I'm like, I got to go. <laughs> so you didn't camp there then? What'd you do? It's time to go. <laughs> I, I, I was there all of an hour and a half. I, I, I want to put my shit together, and I didn't have the money for it, but I wound up going to a hotel. Jeez! <laughs> oh, don't you have any locks on your? What the hell? I don't know. It's driving me insane. What's driving her insane? My uh, my thing won't stop. I'm right in front of the laptop. The won't it... stop. I mean, most women like it when your thing stop. No, my laptop. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you went to the hotel. Then you were. So you're on the east coast of Florida now. Now are you going north from there? Or are you gonna go? What, what are you doing next? What's your well, plan, I, Scotty? I'm not. Don't make me work this sure. hard. Come on, man. I'm not a hundred percent sure because before I left, I found a split in my tire. Um, I can make it. I can make it to where I need to go. I think, but I, I'm concerned with the split in my tire. And as like, okay, damn, dude, you know. And I'm like, uh, I'm playing this whole game with Tony and different shit like that. So, but I had an offer to come uh, up to North Carolina, so I'm me. going up. I, I may go to North Carolina. Go ahead, North Carolina. Yeah, I had a guy ask me about tattooing in a shop, so I may go up there. Now, you got all your equipment still, don't you? I have some of my equipment. Some of my equipment is still in Punta Gorda, but it's with a friend, and he said he would ship it to me uh, ASAP if I need it. And I'm like, cool. Gotcha. So, but I do have some tattoo gear with me, obviously. You gotta have tattoo gear with you. Is that like a role of traveling the roads on a motorcycle with a split well, tire? It's rule of being on the road regardless. Have a machine and a power regulator with you because there's always a place that you can, different things like that. And I'm gonna tattoo, uh, I'm gonna tattoo Troy later, man. I'm gonna tattoo on his forehead, Raz Radio. <laughs> I'm sure that's gonna go down. That'll be nice. <laughs> If he does that, we will. He'll be the face of uh, of uh, the uh, website. We'll put him as the background of the. Even Sean wouldn't do that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna put it on my ass. Why? So that all all the bears can see it. (laughs) Oh, jeez. All right, Scotty, go back to drinking your handle. I'm gonna wrap this show up here in uh, about 20 minutes, but I want to play this video, and I can't do it with you on the phone, unfortunately. I can't do it. I got computer yeah. problems and a bitch ain't one. Go talk to Salty, man. He got all my studio gear. All right, I will. Dave's trying to get me some computers now. Oh. He well, I got can. my laptops with me, so if I can broadcast from the road, I can. Is that what you're on now? No, no. I'm actually on uh, I'm on my uh, old phone, which is on Wi-Fi right now. But when I have Wi-Fi on the road, I'm planning on doing some shows to kind of say, hey, man, this is what I'm doing. Sounds like a plan. That's yeah, cool. yeah. Anyways, I will holler at you guys later. All right, bro, later. Peace. Traveling man. Just traveling down the road as a traveling man can. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready to shut the show off, man. No, I'm ready to go. Happen. I got this video here to play here. Hold on. Let's see what this is. Like, is it going to be funny? Because I, I don't want to talk about it. I don't know. Lexi told me to play it. Don't play it. Don't play oh, anyway, is that is that fucking Shop Tacos? Chop tacos. Chop tacos. I don't even know what that means, but okay. Uh, you know what? 
I don't like giving away money for nothing. Most things you need, you can make out of shit you already got. Today, I'm gonna save you some money. Yeah, buddy. Hello. Hello. Don't pay to go to some other dude's gym. Your house is a gym. There is heavy shit all around you. <laughs> Have you tried to move the fridge? It's heavy. Here's one you can make at the house right now. Go get a long bolt out the garage and all your CDs and old DVDs you don't use. Put them down on there like that. Put a washer on it, and you can make a custom barbell. If it's too heavy, take the Adele CD off. <laughs> Boom. You're working out in no time. That's ingenuity. Once you worked out, you gotta reward yourself with shop tacos. I love shop tacos. Here's a trick you can do to hold I the tacos shop together. Tacos. Take your empties and smash them down. Make you a little channel That's there in the genius, middle. Actually. Hold your taco up while you put it together. It's like a taco kickstand. You can use a tall boy if you plan on eating like an adult. Another way people throw their money away to the rich shit dicks that run the fucking planet is buying a hundred dollars toothbrushes. Do you really need a hundred dollar toothbrush to clean your fucking mouth? No, you don't. I guarantee you everybody's got one of these laying around. My wife had a paint bucket full of them in the closet. Unused dicks are great <laughs> if they're going to waste. This one glows in the dark and it vibrates at a higher RPM than a hundred dollar toothbrush. What you want to do is take your dollar store toothbrush and duct tape it right up on there. Duct tape it. It's that simple. Rednecks have always known how to do it better, easier, cheaper, and faster. Just wrap that duct tape all the way around there and make it tight so you can get them good vibrations all up in your skull. in my mouth, y'all. Make one of these tonight. Now that I've had my wife's dick in my mouth, I'm gonna go see if I can put mine in hers. I got shit to do. <laughs> oh, that's classic. That's I nice. love shop tacos. <laughs> that is absolutely classic. Uh, what's up, Troy? What do you mean, what's up? The boy calls in twice and you're cutting him off tonight. What's going on? Who? I don't know about that. Scott, you talking about? <laughs> you alright? <laughs> uh, oh. Oh, okay. You're, so, you're drunk? Troy. Now? No, he hung up. He <laughs> hung up? Yeah. We heat the room to 100. I can't, I can't play videos when I, for some um, reason, the card splits everything up on me when. In a world filled with fads, what the it's fuck nice is this playing up? I don't. No. Um, I'm just happy that I don't get any uh, echo on when the other callers are Skype in. Oh, yeah. Are, yeah. That's fuck, that was a pain in the ass. driving me nuts. Uh, I'm uh, tired. 
I feel you. I got somebody <laughs> else here. Who, uh, him? Who How we got? Who is this? Sean. Yeah. Sean, please give us a, a five minute rundown of what the fuck is going on with this whole situation for new, new listeners. Cause I'm new. Which, situ- which situation? The whole thing with this guy traveling around, he lost his wife, his kids, that whole nine yards. Oh, oh, uh, okay. Well, it's, uh, it's uh, a long okay. story. I mean, they, they went over it. If you go to the website, um, and download Salty do Show we'll, from Wednesday. No, no, do a quick rundown. Well, I the guys, no, I'm on your saying, f- just, just give me a five minute bubble, bubble type rundown of the situation. Give I'll the give you the elevator. Dave, do you know it? Cause I, I mean, I don't know it well enough to, yeah, he, you know, well, he started, I was in and out in the, in the conversation that day. He was Scotty from St. Louis, right? And he used to right. call in and then, uh, he got in, into doing shows and he actually wound up moving down here in Florida to kind of be closer to, uh, us, I guess, or salty. So he up, up, he just up, up and left. His yeah, well, no, I no, think he, he moved pro- down here with all his family and everything. His, right, his and wife he was and kids still, came down. Right, and he was a truck driver up there, and I think he did some driving down here. That wound up not working out for him. Then something else happened. He got a job doing something else, and then uh, everything else fell apart. You know, and uh, I think uh, you know, I, I think that's kind of cool that he's you know he's kind of just. It's just him in the road uh, on a fucking motorcycle, and that's Hell that's yeah. fucking ballsy. Yeah, his wife. You know? What I, one of the things I do remember about it is his wife already moved to to Colorado, and um, apparently they won't let him live with them because they're staying with uh, her mother or something like that. And you know, he was up. One of the things that upset him is he's done everything to move them and and be with them and do everything he can, and. They're not supporting him to come with them. So that's kind of why he's doing this little travel thing. And, uh, I think it's kind of enlightening. You know, everybody's got to do something that enlightens them or, or, or gets them. Like my big thing, I moved to Florida with nothing. And that's why I came here. I needed to get away from what I was around. And I just came by myself. Nothing. And that was why didn't my. Why he go out there and open up a pot shop? I mean, well, we don't have that yet here in Florida. Because to open no, up a pot why doesn't he go out there and open up a shop, like, or at least venture into it. You know how much money, you know how much capital you have to have to get the licenses to get, to, to get those things going? I, I think it's, uh, you know, certain, it, it goes by different states. But sometimes they're like fucking hack licenses for, um, cabs. It's a lot of money to get a fucking dispensary license. You know? And he's got, you know, he's got, to, he's got to buy a lot of product to sell. Yeah, we talked to Jazzy about that a couple of weeks ago, and that's like really the most expensive part of it is inventory, securing the inventory, right? Exactly. I mean, think about it. You know, you go out and buy a quarter at a hundred bucks. That's you know a halfway decent quarter. So if you're getting in there and you're, you know, you're the the quality of stuff you get from those things is so much high from the dispensaries and and different shops are so much higher. So it's it's a lot better weed that you're dealing with too. Yeah. So All right. yeah. That's about it. Time it. To go yet? That's the whole thing. Yeah, that's about is the it, whole is, thing there. No, is it time to go yet? Not yet. I want to go to sleep. We're almost going. there. All right, so all right. Go out there and some Tito's. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. We'll talk to you in a bit. Uh, I'm Aww, so high. Dave. What's the matter, Dave? <laughs> Dave's I'm high. Why are you Dave so high? My motherfucker. You medicated? 
Yes. So what did you yes, do? I am. What was this drunkenness in your house last night you were talking oh, about? Oh, God. I don't even want to talk story. about it. It's fucking ridiculous. No, I, I don't even want to. I can't say it on air because it's just so fucking ridiculous. It, it's ridiculous. It can't Why? be that bad. Sorry. It was. I. 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 It, I fucking hated it. So you can't give us a five-minute rundown? Yeah. I just. I just had this girl that was over my house that was fucking ridiculously drunk. Ridiculously drunk. I mean, you guys remember now. I'm not drinking, right? Right. Oh, um, so you're seeing that? Well, yeah, but that was like the Christmas party. Well, yeah, I, and I can handle that. I can handle. I can handle Ben. I can handle uh, uh, Rob that night. It wasn't that bad. She was just. She was worse than them. At one point, she popped a pill. I don't know what the fuck she popped. She was, you know, I hate pills. She, you know, she was throwing up fucking all night and all morning. Oh, so Wouldn't you need to like get any sloppy either, then. chicks are worse than drunk sloppy men. Yes. Usually, the men are kind of funny. With women, yeah, it's kind of like, oh man. <laughs> it was just, it was just so unattractive, and, and uh, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't. There's no. no. There's no way I was fucking her. New. New. Well, no, you new, don't want to fuck a stinky drunk. Yeah, I just. Girl. Doesn't sound it was like just not worth it. The juice wasn't worth the squeeze. I was like, you know what? I'm going to let this fish go back. I'm not, I, 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 I'm tired of the random hookups. Have you seen, uh, Shifty doing the ice bucket challenge? I think he might have frozen no, his brain. That's why he wasn't on today. Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> that's, that's another thing that's ridiculous. <laughs> the ice bucket challenge. I would not do that. I don't. He's care trying who to get me to do it. Challenged me. <laughs> he's he's trying to get. He, he, look, he challenged me to do it. What do you think I would say if somebody says I, I challenge you to do this, or are you going to donate, you know, a no. dollar? Uh, nominated me for the ice bucket challenge. I've got it right here. Shit! <laughs> 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 I nominate Rick Jachimski, Dave Rubel. And Sean Raspatella. Thank you. Fucking shifty. Thank you. He's like, <laughs> he's just such a dork. He really is. I don't think is. anybody's going to do that that he challenged. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Dave might. You never know. No. That's Dave. See, that's Dave the now, vet. Here, here's the thing. Now, the, the smart guy, right? The guy, to, if I was an asshole, I would just go, all right, I challenge uh, everyone else in the United States. Right? And they'll just stop it right there. Yeah, right, no kidding, right? We're done. Just everybody do it once or not, and let's just never do it again. And it's over, right. Well, he says right. to me, he says, don't you feel for the people with ALC or whatever it is? ALS. ALS. I said, I, did I give it to him? He's like, oh, that's cold-blooded, man. I'm like, well, <laughs> shit, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, and you know what? ALS is under MDA, right? Muscular Dystrophy Association. And so is my disease. And I could tell you some shit about fucking MDA. And I could, I could tell you shit about the charity specifically for my, like, cause September is, uh, Shark Memory Tooth Month. You know, and all they want to do is. Wait, say that make it, What is it called? It's, it's, it's a funny name. The first, the first. Sharkay Road Tooth? It's, it's three doctors. Sharpay, what, you got a dog in your fucking, like, no, half it's dog worse. or something? Oh, it's much worse. Um, the first name is CHA, R C O T, right? So it looks when you see it, Charcot, right? But it's spelled or it's said Charco, because you know the T is silent, right? Like Colbert, Charco Marie Tooth Disease. Oh, three names of the doctors. One guy was Charco, one guy was Marie, and one guy's last name was Tooth. And there you go. Wow. I couldn't. I couldn't get it like a cool one, like Luke Gehrig's disease. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. That's a pretty uh, deadly disease, isn't it? Uh, no, it's not dead. Uh, well, mine isn't. It's, you know, just. Not yours, uh, Lou Garrett's. Yeah, but it. Yeah, but yeah, it's living in the backyard. Yeah, God damn it. Now he's gonna start. My what kid did I say? says, yeah, it. 
Fucking yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but it drives me nuts with that. Don't say yeah, but. Whoa, jeez. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sorry, that kind of and, set me right. off a little bit there. What's what's the meal that you have in the morning? Breakfast. Ah, Lexi's, Lexi's trained me. <laughs> breakfast. Breakfast. Oh. I used to say breakfast. Uh, the man with the bell. <laughs> Ding. 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 Who doesn't use the bell and everybody else had to make the sound effect for him. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Glad you're on the ball back there. He's slacking back there. I love <laughs> shop tacos. <laughs> A little delayed reaction. No, I gotta say though, that, We're that. On a delay, are we? <laughs> you're on a delay, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, seven. <laughs> um, I gotta say, the beer can idea though, that is fucking genius. What was that? You take a beer can oh, yeah. and you, yeah, yeah. you crush the you know, crush it down and then you put your taco in there. Yeah. And it holds when you have it, shop it holds it up. That's fucking genius. Taco can stand. Uh, you know what? As an as a as a New Yorker and you know, we kind of bitched or kind of made fun of rednecks. That dude was right. He goes, Rednecks make it cheaper, faster, better. Whatever he said, I was like, uh huh, uh huh. Because I've seen some redneck engineering. And I'm like, holy shit, that does, that works. That guy is way funny. Yeah, it was, yeah. Does he have any other videos on one? Yeah. Yeah, he's got some other ones. I haven't checked them out yet. Have you seen the, that, that lady that cooks? Yeah. We talked, did we talk about that? No. The one with the, uh, the motherfucking treats for the kids. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't listen to it. Yeah. This fucking shit right here. I've seen three of them. She's got three of them. I love them. And she makes this one treat for the kids, and, and the guy's like, well, what's it called? She goes, I don't know, nigga. It's just treats for the kids. He's like, all right, so if the kid come up here, he's got to say treats. Oh, I guess you just call him whatever. And she, it's hysterical. I love that. All shit. right, so the guy's name is Steve, the DUI lawnmower guy. New shows every Friday at 4.20 p.m. Central. Play, just play a random one. Or right, so I'm you know. scanning through here to see what he's all about, what's he got. Wait, the, the videos. Here it is. I'll have to go to that page and like it. Cause, oh my god, it's just way hilarious. Let's see here. There's yeah, he's uh, got tons of videos. There's a good amount here. Oh, that's where that dollar thing came from. I was trying to figure out what the fuck that was. Now let's see what this one. This one looks <laughs> like it, it's pretty good. Hold on, this one looks like it's good for us. <clears throat> this is sure. number twenty-eight. Hey, yo, Curtis is here. We're talking bongs and pipes and shit you can smoke out of. One time he smoked out of a unicorn horn, y'all. Curtis, man, I'm thinking sometimes you ain't got nothing to smoke out of, you know? I mean, man, fuck that. You've always got something you can smoke out of. Right. Who that? I'll tell you the first shotgun hit my I guy. ever took was out of my grandpa's tray hole. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> no. He'd suck the first shotgun was out of his father's tray hole. Smoke straight out of his neck hole. I'd suck it straight out of his neck hole. You gotta get like down on it. You gotta get in it, man. It was awesome. Man, fuck that. I'll, I'll do it like a dang Bible page for it. I'd give my grandpa a goddamn neck hickey. Now you can use just about anything to smoke weed, <laughs> man. Anything's a vehicle to smoke it. Apple. Really, any kind of fruit or veggie. Anytime you can eat the evidence, that's a pretty good crime. You cannot eat a dead hooker. Not in one sitting, at <laughs> least. Mm -mm. 
But you got a couple ideas that people might not have ever heard of before, you know? First off, everyone's bathroom. Got That's toilet paper roll. Holy shit. Badass. <coughs> All you have to do is punch a hole in it from here. You can put a joint in there. You can put a stem in mm -hmm. there. You can put foil in there. I've done you that. Got yourself a homemade steam roller. I didn't know you could pull it the fuck out. I spent 20 minutes unrolling them sons of bitches. <laughs> this is a zebra pen. You can find this at any office. Oh, they make great. It's stainless steel. It'll get you through an. I used to make one hitters with zebra pens, and that's the only pen I ever bought when I worked in the restaurant business. Because I'm going to explain it before he does, so you know this is true. A zebra pen is all metal, like you said, stainless steel. And if you take the body apart and just have the body, you have to pull some plastic pieces out. It's not hard, but you got to yank these plastic pieces out. And then take the tip of it, reverse it, and then jam, like put it on the concrete or something and jam it in the tip of it. That's your that's so it doesn't suck all the way through. doesn't get hot. It works fucking awesome. I'll finish. Let him finish now. Fine. Ah, uh, like a one hitter. Exactly. Getting in it. Got to get all up in it. How do you get in it? Nice. That's a nice fucking pen, man. Probably shank someone in jail with that if you needed to. Right. They're awesome I have. pens too. They write really good. Is that like your bowl? The tip. Kinda. Yeah. Just the tip. So you pack. Make sure you. Get all the remnants out. Nice. I know it's very visual, but it's good. I'm sure it's going to. Yeah, this one's And pack it up. How about a socket? Shop tacos. I like a 10 millimeter myself. Shit. You keep that in your pocket? All the time. Shit. I use this little guy. I don't know. His accent. Cardboard deal. That's a great idea. Have you ever smoked out of a block of ice before, Steve? Block of ice. No, but I almost drowned in a kiddie pool full of moonshine once. <laughs> it's a little easier than that. Right. You just freeze a block of ice, use a core bit, drill it straight down, right? A little, make the bowl hole a little deeper than the shaft so it catches some of the water, hmm. right? Once it heats the stem, oh, up, that's great. it starts to create a nice seal. Hmm. Does it give you brain freeze? It might do that, Steve. Well, what's the weirdest shit you ever smoked out of, Curtis? That's easy. A mannequin bomb. What the fuck? Where do you <laughs> put the thing? The bowl is in the shoulder. Okay. And then you just it's suck creepy. it straight out of the mouth. Suck his face? Yeah, creepy. it was a weird thing to pass around a campfire, I'll tell you that. <laughs> you don't want to get caught bogarting Lisa. Otherwise, everyone knows you're probably just trying to... Give her some tongue. That's weird, man. Did it remind you of your uncle? Here's my idea. This hat's Bring got a beer bo a bottle opener on it. Leave your Let's paraphernalia at home. Yeah. And see what happens. You'd be surprised some of the things you come up with. Make up something like we do. And send the pics and videos to us. We'll put it on here. That's a great idea, family. <laughs> All right. That's enough of that. We'll put it on we'll here. All right, on here. Yeah, his, he's got a Facebook page where he's got all his videos up at. It's, uh, I said Steve, the DUI lawnmower guy. We're going to have to get somebody from the station maybe to get him on for an interview. Oh, God, no way. Why not? <laughs> First of all, what are we going to talk about? Secondly, I, that, I could see ridiculous. salty interviewing. Yeah, your dad would be good with him, maybe. Like, mm -hmm. Should we see the arrest one? The DIY oh. or DUI? Uh, the DUI. Steve arrested on the power chair. 
Where's the audio? Another block at North 8. 1019 for a J1. 10-4. Oh, my lord. What's with all the beer, man? What's with all this beer, man? Right. <laughs> now imagine this, guys. It's a black cop, right? And this guy's like this redneck guy just to set the scene for you. Four cases here. Man, this this is how I did it. You wrote this chair two miles. Is that bit? Yeah. Oh, it's got a good battery, yeah. Got a you know, driver's you know license the, on you? Do you know what the name of his website is? What? I know my rights dot com. Let's get him on. <laughs> Third hour interview. Put your hands down. Put your hands down right here, man. Come on, man. We gotta take you in, man. What? No, come, man. I gotta get this beer don't back. Do See? Come don't on, do that. Stop resisting. See? Don't do that. Stop resisting. God dang it. I know my rights. Take you down. Take you down. I know my goddamn rights. Oh my god! Oh, I'm gonna watch great. every single one of these things. That looks good. tomorrow. You guys should check him out. Uh, yeah, we gotta get somebody's gotta interview him. He's just funny as hell. I know my rights. <laughs> And to see him with it, he's got, he's that, you know, I don't want to say typical redneck, but he's got like the goatee, uh, mm -hmm. the, the, Hat. well, the one shirt he's got on says cops run your world. I mean, it's kind of funny. I wonder, yeah, you know what? Maybe we should interview that, that, that might be a first 52 guy. Who knows? I think he's a lot. <laughs> I know my rights. You guys are giving him credit for. I'm thinking some of this might be put on. Maybe I don't know. Uh, yeah, come on. This is this is hyperbole here, man. It's gotta be. It's, he, he's 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 definitely overacting. That uh, yeah. Oh, it's hilarious. I love it. You guys should check it out. Anyway, guess what time it is? Time to go. Hello, shop taco time. Uh, this guy. I actually I'm gonna try to get. Some of his uh, verbiage into my vernacular, <laughs> and I want to be using that. Here I am, just said a fucking ten dollar sentence, and I'm going to say I'm going to use these dingbat <laughs> phrases of his. All right, guys, have a good night. It's been a blast. We'll talk to you next week. Let's investigate the consequence of a bittersweet loss of sense, a weapon in a war against ourselves. Setting sun is loading guns Don't be afraid of mistakes Emotions misplaced To love or to hate I don't know what to do We're all lost and confused Just trying to get through in this world Always trying to prove that we're worth What it takes But it takes a long time Dirt to see grace When I'm trying to be real They tend to be fake When I'm risking it all With no time to waste Fuck this bad race I'm leaving this place It's time to blast off Destination Sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free, unguided Through the beautiful, the silent With the light show from a passing UFO Lost in the glow 
so much. Thanks. First 52 is the bump diggity. Cement the concrete's alive Where the bonds are formed, the rats run and hide Drama's like a cartoon that comes to life Where the express bus runs twice a night To the stadium that's packed every Monday night To the yellow cab driver that helped make your flight Where you can get what you want if the price is right And screaming fuck you's another way to be polite
the city where my heart's still alive. Seems ten years behind, but everyone knows it's lie. This is city where nothing goes to plan, and when they roll another blunt, they're using century sams. This the home of the true multicultural women looking fly, men swarming like some vultures. We affected by a million different cultures, crafted in the sound just like it was a sculpture. Taste the damn fall, thank Carabana, puffing on Cubans like we lounging in Havana. Club district, find me down on Richmond, escalate for Rory's music banging out the system. Yeah, and some more. Uh, this is how we live in Corona and hand, laid back and chilling. Every day, some of y'all to live life from the east to the west. We down to take flight, hit the boardwalk, filled up a Queens Key, heading to the island, coming back around at three. Cherry Beach, sunbathing, volleyball. Every Saturday, this always seems to be the call. Just a few perks when you're in my zone. This is where I'm at, and this is where I'm calling home.